Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I feel like I should get my own intro. Do it, man. Yeah, I feel like I should. You can play all the instruments. Oh, what, like make my own? Yeah. I'm turning you up, Jake, because I can't hear your beautiful voice. Hi. Alan's hot bath. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're on episode 20 and we don't know why. Suds on my nipples. Ugh. If I've done 20 episodes, one a month, how long have I been doing this show? 20 minus 12. Yeah. Uh, so about a year and a half. Actually longer because there was a few months where I, I didn't do episodes because I was sad and my phone is going to go off the whole time because it's my band chat. The video, I have a meeting about the video tomorrow. No one cares. No one cares about this. We're just going to have our own conversation. My band has our video coming out. We have to have a meeting about it. (laughs) (laughs) Do you just sit around, watch the video and go, yep, that's a video. No, I have notes. I have notes. It's a very lead singer heavy video. Yeah, I mean. Four of us may have not have just been there. (laughs) (laughs) Are you in it at all? I don't think so. There's a shot of my hand putting a tape in and my friend went, well, that's something. <laughs> that's your hand, right? And I was like, it's about as much as we get for the next four minutes. Like the guy who wrote the song in the band, I counted when I watched the video, there's three shots of him in four minutes. I was like, he wrote yeah. the song. It's a lead singer thing. They no, no, Jake, it's, it, it, we may have not have bothered even going. It's that bad. Like, there's no point in any of us being there, apart from our lead singer. Is there anything in the video other than people playing music? Yeah. 
Okay. And we shouldn't have bothered even being there. Okay. <laughs> Lay it, in. And the thing is... Snooze. And the shots where we are in it, we're pr- kind of like in the background and we're hazed out and it's just like, why? Why did I Why did I turn up? Why did I do like seven hours of this one day? It's almost like, worse. Being yeah. there and hazed out. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the quality of the video is great. I'm not going to lie. Okay. It, just, it just needs to be like, hey, with the director tomorrow, like, hey, this is great, but can you like remember that there's four other people there? And like... <laughs> Thing is, I'm going to be the Debbie Downer in the meeting, right? Because... The rest of the band were like, it's fine. Yeah, it's really good. And I was like, no, this is like a no doubt video. It's kind of like an Avril Lavigne music video. You know, where you like, she has a band, but it's there just for like, because the music has got like guitars in it. So they're like, we'll just hire these randoms. So you could have been anyone. It could have been me. It could have been anyone. It's, and as a product, it's meant to sell us as a band to promote the new single in January. So I think if it wasn't such a big deal in regards to promoting this single, then I'd be more like, yeah, okay, whatever. But it's like, no, no, no. It's, it's almost like a showcase reel. Like, we have to be in it, despite probably what everyone else wants. But I'm like, no, we have to be in it. And what I'm going to say to the rest of the band who are just like blase about it, I'm going to go, you may not care that you're in the video, but what about your wife, your kids, your friends? You know, they're going to want to see you. Mm. And you're not there. <laughs> yeah, everyone involved. Do you know what else uses videos? Films. Oh, yeah, thanks, but Jake. We're here to review. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just start talking about that. Are we? Oh, and everyone, yeah, if you want to go check out my band at Queen Horizon on Instagram and Facebook and all those things, please do go check us out. We're doing we're doing good. Despite Video Gate tomorrow, which I'm going to absolutely <laughs> ransack. Anyway, um, episode 20, how Yeah, year, two years nearly we're doing a show. Who cares? No one cares. Everyone's just <laughs> pressed N and O on their keyboards, just in the comments, just going, would you just shut up? No. Stop talking about your. Are they trying to type on? Are they typing the word on? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> um, the podcast gang are here. We have a special addition today to the podcast gang. Uh, we have a second dog. <laughs> so unimportant. So, of course, obviously, the real Akumas are here. Big boy Papa Kuma is here. The Giggly Wiggly is here. Vow is here. But we have a dog guest, Charlie. She is here. She's my neighbor's dog who's come to stay for the weekend. Uh, she's a Rohijan Ridgeback, which Jake pointed out earlier could kill a lion, apparently. That's a good skill. Yeah, that you could you could use that on. I'd like it on my list. Yeah, get me out of here. I'm a celebrity or whatever it's called. What I don't like mm. is she keeps wiping her nose on my forearm. She's being friendly. Yeah. But Charlie is scared of the following things: herself, paddling pools, mirrors. Um, diff- Not lying. <laughs> <laughs> different types of food. Um, everything basically. She's she's the most. I love Charlie. She's sweet, but she's so wimpy. She likes a boiled egg and a good blanket. That is what Charlie <laughs> likes. So we have extra special guest Charlie. So yay, podcast gang. Everyone's here. Everyone's happy. Yay. I'll clap as well. I'm going to get a jingle for the podcast gang as well. Yeah. I do think I need that. I keep like saying. I said, you could. Like, I did an episode. With, yeah, I did an episode with Steve Trevelyan last month, and he'd made his own jingles for the episode. So I was like, that's pretty oh impressive. Oh my God. Yeah. Did they go in? Yeah. I need to listen to that. And there's me. Well done, Steve. Doing none of that stuff. <laughs> like just laying around whimsically worrying about a music video and whether I've eaten too much food. Foods. Um, so, yeah. So, actually, which is also leads us on to a secondarily interesting point. We're doing a double Christmas season this mu- this year. So, me and Steve Trevelyan spoke about um, obscure Christmas films. So, things that like don't really involve Christmas but are around the Christmas season. Things like The Lodge, Dead End. And stuff like that. So, but we are actually going ham this week. Hammy, hammy. We're going deep into 
What isn't? Sorry, audio listeners. I'm chewing gum. I'm very hungry today. I tried to not eat my protein bar because I ate other things, and so I was trying to counteract it. And I've realized that if you put other calories in that aren't protein, the protein is much better because it's going to keep you full for longer. And I'm really hungry, so I'm just chewing gum to like <laughs> overtly destroy that desire. We are talking not about a movie, but it is kind of a movie. They did make a movie. I never saw it. Yeah, it's it's not terrible. Okay. No, no, it's good. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I never did it. Did you like the Alan Partridge movie? Which one? Alpha Papa. Yeah. Yeah, you'll like it then. Oh, okay. Um, we're going to be talking about the League of Gentlemen Christmas special. Hey! Wait, what is it? 2002, 2001 that came out? Um, it was a while ago. I might have done a bit of research. Oh, sick of Um, 2000. Oh, really? It's that old? Yeah, Robbie Jeez. Williams wrote a song about that. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> it, it's Millennium. attached... It's adhered mm. to season two. Yes. Because um, I was pushing buttons on Prime earlier and I couldn't mm. find it and it was doing my head in. Oh. I, I thought, oh, I'll go to one of the... Se- yeah, it's on the end of season two. Oh, okay. And there was quite a gap between the end of season two and beginning of season three as well, I remember. Yes. So they kind of like spliced this in. Um, Charlie just nibbled my finger. It's not It's not T-sis. Would you both just lay down? Having two dogs for what has only been 48 hours has been a nightmare. <laughs> Like, literally, I'm like, I can't cope. And she's so big, isn't she? Mm. Especially compared to Val. I can't cope with big dogs. I can't. She's just too massive. She's fine, though. I love her. Um, League of Gentlemen has this whimsicality of friendship based around it to me. um, Like, me and Sarah, uh, you know, became very close friends because we both love League. I already knew you, but we both, like, obviously bonded over our love of, like, League, Alan Partridge, I'm Not an Animal, you know, those things. Same with Richard and the other Richard. Both Richards. Both the Richards. The whole band. (laughs) Yeah, we used to be in a band together called Hunkatron, which to this day, sometimes I can't even say the name of our band without cringing. Who came up with that? When people ask me it, and lots of people ask me it, Mm. I sigh first. I go, I go. (sighs) Who? Oh, Charlie. Who came up with the name? Richard. Of course. It was the most boy band camp name he could come up with. So we were in a boy band, Rachel. Yeah, but we were in a... Before it, the band was called Land of the Normals. Yeah. Which was a much better... Why didn't we just keep that? Why did we not keep that? I don't remember. Yeah. I was oh. like 18. Um, it just would have made sense. Because band member changes. Yeah, but we still could have kept the name. I don't know why we changed it to something so shit <laughs> but we did 10 years i think in hunkatron maybe you know wow. a, a good eight to ten years nearly yeah yeah because i would have been i was 18 when i joined and we stopped doing it when i was about 25 26 yeah there were some in and out moments yeah 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 but so to speak yeah but we all uh, we went to a party as well and richard came as papa lazaro yeah yeah we've we've been deep in the league and i think like <laughs> You either love League or you can't watch it because it's so cringe. Same as Alan yeah. Partridge. Same as I'm Not an Animal. Who doesn't want to watch that show? I've shown that to people and they can't even get past like Why? five seconds of it. Because of the eyes? Yeah. So, it's always about the eyes. Oh, for God's sake, get a grip, humans out there. I'm Not an Animal is an animated show about um, like animals that have been like had human brains put in them. But in the animation, they've got cut out magazine human eyes. <laughs> You have beautiful eyes. Dear Keiko, <laughs> enjoy your panda Chinese tea ceremonies. <laughs> My favorite, like, also, I'm not an animal, 
we just don't talk about league. We just get deep into I'm not <laughs> yeah. I'm not an animal. It's like I always thought that my life was the most quoted by Simpsons. No. It's I'm not an animal. A show that only spans six episodes. Yeah. It's more I than get, Partridge. Yeah. Yeah. I got more quotes from that show than anything else ever, like in my day-to-day living. Every now and then when someone runs out of ideas, they go, why don't we just stick pictures of Justin Timberlake to backpacks? Give like, him, do you know what I mean? <laughs> give him a second series, you shit. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I, they really do need to give it a second series. It, it, it even had Steve Coogan as a voice actor in it. Uh, he was the horse, Philip. And Simon Pegg. Yeah, and Simon Pegg. Also, when you just every now and then just say, The Fog by James <laughs> Herbert. Do you know I mean? There's so many things that you just say, like... Um, it you, has word porn. L- mm. Like like League of Gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've forgotten about it. Um, oh, I just tried to think of one and I couldn't think of a, Le- a League of Gentlemen one. I can't think of any. I'm out of the game with League of Gentlemen. I like I like didn't didn't do it after season three. Basically, speak in a German accent and say lots of sexual innuendos. Um, a pink pamphlet. Yes. They had a towel. It was blue. <laughs> um, Justin, yeah. my Justin. Justin, my Justin. I got out of league. Uh, yeah, after season three. I don't know why. I just couldn't do it anymore. I mean, that's when it stopped. Yeah, I didn't do the movie. I didn't do any of the live episodes, like the live DVD and stuff. I was just like, oh, I'm kind of checked out now. Like, I think it ran its course. I even struggled with season three. It wasn't my favorite. It was very different. The debt collectors. Have you got a porch light? <laughs> Maxi power. <laughs> <laughs> oh god there were so many good things thing is i think if i went back and watched it oh no because then they did psychoville yes and psychoville and was you you were on board with that you seemed yeah. to be at the time yeah psychoville was great psychoville was really good psychoville's the kind of show that when i watched it i was like i'm into this and then i, I tried to rewatch it and i was like i can't like it's it's got an expiration on it where you just go i've had my fill of this insanity and um i think they knew it's shelf life and they did it well. Two seasons. I think that was enough. My unholies. The unholies. <laughs> also, all of Tea these leaf. things, just to keep things rolling. regular, rolling, all of these things are horror. Mm. Ap- apart from Alan Partridge, well, apart from the point when he shot zombies and dressed as a zombie. Oh, God. Obviously, he's not horror. But all, like, I'm Not an Animal is definitely horror. League of Gentlemen as well. Obviously, definitely you had horror. Mark Gatiss in it. And he went on to have a very successful career, you know, hosting and um, going to horror events. And he did, um, if anyone hasn't watched it, I recommend you go check it out. A uh, History of Horror by Mark Gatiss. It was a three-part series that went out on the BBC. It's very good. Everything he does is good. Yeah, he is very good. I just can't stand his voice, which is like a personal thing. It's like yeah. a, It doesn't, like, I, I don't know what bothers me. He will be the new Stephen Fry when Stephen Fry dies. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, I can see that. I, I think that um, he's just got a compendium knowledge of, of horror, which is really interesting. If the dogs start play fighting now, we're going to we're gonna have a fucking nervous breakdown. Sniffing Sorry, I just... Stage. They're <laughs> sniffing each other's vagines. What Val does is she bites Charlie's legs and then Charlie will like get in and play. And then when they, if they start to play fight, this is over, Jake. Okay. We'll have to leave. I we'll mean, ju- I've had different things as I, a time limit in my I, life. I class it, I class it as <laughs> <Dog> like, <brawl. laughs> I, class, I class it as like, I'm a white supreme rich man in like the 1700s and they're Mandingo fighting for my pleasure. Like <laughs> we sit around in chairs and they're just in the middle of the room, like absolutely wrestling the heck out of each other. Hang on a minute. I'm going to shout Valkyrie. Stop it. She has a tendency to scratch my couch and it's annoying me. Look at her little face. Like she's done nothing wrong. Audio listeners, you can't see this, but Charlie's 
sniffing Jake's crotch. Val looks sad that I've yelled at her. Um, yeah, Mark Gatiss's career in horror is, is established. And he was he was one of the... Um, they were all big horror fans. Mark Gatiss, Rish, yeah. Smith, and the other one. Pemberton. Steve yeah, Pemberton. Steve Pemberton. Like, but, you know, Mark Gatiss put in a lot of horror references to every episode. Like, if you... When I was watching it, I must have been, like, 13, 14. Charlie, get down. down. Push Charlie down. down. Her little down. Christmas down. jumper's coming off. Oh, God. Do you think she's okay? <laughs> um, hasn't she got lovely fur? Because she gets fed eggs. Mm. Yeah. Glossy. Glossy. I wish mine was that glossy. Um, and so, yeah, they had a lot. Like, when I was watching it as a kid, I didn't know as much. And then if you go back and watch it now, you're like, oh, that's from The Omen. That's from this. That's from... You do know what I mean? You just know all these movies. So there was so much horror referencing to it. Christmas, The Christmas special, which is what we're going to talk about, is a feature length, which is broken down into three smaller storylines within the episode. It, to me, of everything they've done, is the best thing. I now think it is. Yes. I used to think yes, it yes. was season two. No. But but after seeing it, and it's been a while. Mm. It's been like 10 years. Really? Maybe longer. Yeah. Yeah, around yeah. 2010. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> what, a, what a years. Thanks, What's COVID. What's time? Um, so, yeah, oh, and it's glued together with a... A threaded narrative. Nice. Of uh, words. <laughs> by, by, the, by the vicar. Oh, yeah, yeah. So the priest lady in it, she tells these stories while she's in her church at night. And the, the vet who's in all the TV seat this seasons comes in and like tries to seek comfort. And everyone keeps trying to tell their stories. And different people will come in and then she, they relay their story to her. And then the confession booth is filled up with fags. <laughs> yep. Which is like me just going, God, I wish I, wish I had access to a confession booth of fags. Can you remember how it starts? Because I'd forgotten this. My favourite part about the uh, the beginning is when she takes the... A, she pisses like a man in the yep. snow. And B, she takes the carrot off the snowman's face and puts it as a dick. <laughs> like, I don't know why that was so funny to me. <laughs> so just before that, there's a robin and you think, oh, Christmas special. Nice, you know? Oh, yeah, and yeah. She just, you just see this hand come across and it just picks the robin up and it, both its legs come off like there's no need for it it means oh, nothing but it's amazing and then she kind of holds it in her hand and goes no, I just checks it <laughs> I forgot I forgot about that because I had to go after work and post my League of Gentlemen box set through your mailbox so I was like I don't need to rewatch it so there's gonna be subtle nuances I don't remember in the words of Dave Grohl I have a confession to make oh okay I've got nothing to play it on Oh, 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 that was really loud. Oh, okay. So what did you do? Went on BBC. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. Wait, your, your computer? No, they don't anymore. Mine does. What's going on? Yeah, I know. You have to download a VLC. I'm so nauseous. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go back to chewing gum because I feel so nauseous. But it it was a weird feeling. And, and I haven't had to... I must have not had... Yeah, where I got rid of my PS4 recently, I suppose. That's why. Okay. Oh, well, oh, well. The future. <laughs> we don't need it. You don't have a DVD player? Doobda no, players? No. I have a Doobda player. Well, of course I do. It'd be weird if I didn't have a VHS player. I like it. Because I don't want to... I think, I think I've said this on a podcast before. Where I like very specific things, movie-wise. And I can't just go on Amazon Prime and type in Daughters of Darkness or Salo or... Do you know what I mean? Like really niche movies. So I have to go and buy them. Mm. And then own them. And then have them. I think them. you like having collections as well, which is the fine. The thing is, I used to, but now it bugs the heck oh, out of didn't me realize that no no like my sparse and empty apartment that we're now in as i throw <laughs> out everything i own um no it really annoys me but like i don't want the dvd collection but at the same time i'm like if i couldn't have access to the movie bricks starring joseph gordon levitt when he was hot and young good film it's ah uh, uh, 
I always rant so much about how Sessions 9 is one of the greatest films ever made. I honestly think it's brick. I I do genuinely think it's one of the, the most... It's it's one of the best films ever in the world. I, I can't... It's a beautiful... It's it's. I'm emotionally so invested in that movie. Like, I find it stunning. But it's not the point. We're here to talk about other things. But everyone go watch Brick starring Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh, he, he was so hot when he was younger. Uh, I don't know where it's happened. He's all right. I love Michael Fassbender. What? Why is that funny? <laughs> I just like the, how his name sounds. He's so sexy. Fassbender. Fassbender. I could kill people to have sex with him. Oh, I didn't know you liked him. He is pretty. Oh, Michael, I watched I watched two X-Men films that he was in just because he was in it. <laughs> now you I, hate that stuff. No, I quite like X-Men. I'm not going to lie. Oh, X, oh, okay. X-Men is where I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of into this. But he's Magneto. Oh, oh the young Magneto, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's sexy Magneto, and there's bits in it when he speaks German. And then there was one I watched, and it had my other husband in it, Kevin Bacon. And Kevin Bacon was in a submarine. Pixie face. No. He's got a League of Gentlemen nose. I connected it. Oh, I thought that was your phone, but it was just your little jumper. Yes, he's stunning. He's gorgeous. I love him. I live for him. I want Kevin Bacon. I want Kevin Bacon to sell me EE data plans. And in the X-Men film, he's in a submarine. So I was like, Kevin Bacon could be anywhere at any point in a submarine right now. Yeah. And him and Michael Fassbender in that movie speak German to each other. Sie Deutsch. I was so wide, you could, have parked, you could have parked a truck in me. Das ist sehr toll. <laughs> and speaking of German. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the first story in the, um, the trilogy is the line dancing one. Yes. It's my least favourite one. It it used to be mine, mm. right? But re-watching it and having a more mature brain, oh, there was a lot that went into making that. So it much, was so, so well made. So much cross-dressing. It was so well made. Like the, um, the cinematography in it. Mm. The So these people are like, how do you describe them? Like disgusting average English people. Like, Council like, like, estate yeah. benefit... And like I'm not denouncing that. No, of course. <laughs> I denounce you, Councillor States. No. Um, Are you my mother? <laughs> like I, lo- I love a gritty British film. Like, really, I yeah. used to, but now I can't tolerate it. Yeah. I think it's because England's become such scum. Oh, it's become reality. So yeah, almost. You don't so you, face yeah, reality. you can't. Like before, I would Cheers think. recession. Yeah, I would watch those things like and just think, is that what Scotland's like? Do you know what I mean? Like just. <laughs> Is it a third world country? Like, I would just think of it would be like up north, deprived, because I mean, everyone knows up north. Like, how. Grim up north. Yeah, and uh, I think Scotland has some of the most violent and just um, socially depressed council estates of anywhere in England. So, in my mind, I'm like, that's what it's like. But no, that's like it now everywhere. Like, we just live in that hell. But, like, they are so grim and depressing, <laughs> and you just think, ill. And so, the husband and the wife, they have this, yeah, they have this household, they live together. And the husband takes up line dancing, doesn't he? Why they'd, be, was they'd be married too long. They're that sort of couple that should have got divorced years ago. Why was there a phase of people doing line dancing in the world? I remember that in the yeah, 90s. Yeah, I remember it. Michael Flatley? Maybe post-Cotton Eye Show. <laughs> uh, Mo- Michael Steps Flatley, Lord did. of the Dance. Steps did. Uh, yeah, Five, that's, that's, six, seven, yeah. eight. The roots scooting. Yeah, what is Michael? It was around that. It was all. Like late 90s, early noughties. Why was that a phase? Um Cowboys? Yeah, well, why? Why was that a phase? What did we yeah. do to deserve that? I've, I've got a semi... Okay, have you? No, no. <laughs> I've, got, I've got a... It's great. Good a for you. Bit, a, a bit of, a partial idea of why. Okay. And I know the reason why, because I am one of these. Mm. There are many people out there that are rubbish at dancing. Okay. okay. I would do a lot of things 
before dancing in front of other humans. Unless really? I'm really? Are you drunk. that bad? Yeah, unless I'm drunk and then yeah. I don't care. So, the good thing about line dancing... Takes notes, is, get Jake is, drunk. <laughs> <laughs> it has instructions. Oh, and you yeah, don't yeah, have to yeah. think about what to do. You just do the thing. But line dancing a bit is, like the Macarena. It's Macarena, gay Macarena. 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 But it's awful. Yes. You really can't dance. You know this. No, because I've never engaged in a dance-off with you. This isn't step Because up. I avoid it. This isn't step up two, Jake. <laughs> I have zero rhythm. Yeah, well, so I, you know, I thought maybe you did a little move every now and then. but no. And then there's me going to dance school for years. <laughs> Popping shapes everywhere. I love dance. Maybe I should go to what was it? People go to that I'd avoid like, like Zumba we, uh, or um, not tango. Oh, salsa, 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 and Zumba and stuff. Ew! I'd, I'd I eat salsa. See, I wouldn't dance. Salsa. I can see Charlie's big dog nips, and it's gross. She's a lady. I know, but they're like sagging on the ground. Like it looks like Christmas turkey on brand. <laughs> She's <laughs> on brand. Um. What I like about that episode, though, is you think, you think it's just going to be about them being... It's like the twits, like Roald yes, Dahl's twits. You think they're yes, just yes, going to yes, do yes. so. But it escalates quickly. <laughs> and they're good at that. Yeah, so basically... League of the, yeah. good at that. Oh, yeah. The wife is upset that he's always line dancing and he focuses more on the line dancing and all this other jazz. So she employs these people to help her do voodoo on her husband, doesn't she? Yeah, a secret <laughs> society of only women. Oh, yeah. They all wear the, her mask. Which I think is... Um, taken from the Stanley Kubrick film Eyes Wide Shut again yes. audio listeners another one of my top favourites like these I say stuff I've not I'd seen be... that dead air I've, <laughs> se- I've, se- I've seen a lot of Kubrick Jake Stanley Kubrick is trash and that is the only good thing he no, ever did yes right. name me a good Stanley Kubrick film I get confused who's done what he did 2001 didn't he oh, sh- fucking sh- sh- shit did he do a clockwork orange yes yeah trash films okay they bore me okay I find them derivative and dull. They're just taken from books. He didn't. He's not. He's not even concepting the idea yeah, or anything. They're not. They're not breakthrough. The books would have been breakthrough. Of course they would have been. But I find them so dull and derivative. From a directing style, it's really not that interesting. It's to me, it's a quite dime a dozen. But uh, Eyes Wide Shut was the last film he did before he died. Um, it was fantastic. It's absolutely. It's the best film Tom Cruise has done in my mind. Obviously, this is just opinion. Obviously, it was really good because he was married to Nicole Kidman at the time, and yeah. they were in the movie together. And Does he run in it? No. Okay. Why? What's wrong with Tom Cruise running? You don't know about the Tom no. Cruise running thing. It's a thing. What's wrong with his running? Are people, are d- I think they like it. Okay. I think in the Mission Impossible films. He must run a lot. Yeah, and He's it's flipping. the way he does. It's It's got a lot of vigour, a lot of energy. He's a small he man. He did it in the He's new got... Top Gun film. <sighs> through a forest. Sick. I mean, Google's yeah, do him it. running. I, well, well, you know, I, you know, we all run weird. We all do. We can't admit that we don't. We all run. We all run weird. Um, yeah, like that's like a great movie. Go watch it. Honestly, honestly, it's it's actually superb. Like you, it could be anyone directing it in my mind, and that's how I feel about Stanley Kubrick. Like it's it's a dime a dozen directing. There are going to be so many people going. You're a film critic, and you don't like Stanley Kubrick. Yeah, sorry, Charlie. Come sh- come for me. I don't care. Like I don't care. I think Steven Spielberg is shit as well, and everyone's like, how dare you? And I'm like, what does he? What does Steven Spielberg do that's so godforsakenly interesting? I know the answer to this. Go. He found mm. Williams. What do you mean? He found John Williams, the guy who does all the music. And? What makes all of George Lucas's films and all of... Um, Steven Spielberg. Steven Spielberg's films is the music. Yeah, but that's not directing. Oh, I know. That's what I said. 
yeah. what made him so good was he was lucky and found this amazing guy who does so really if we good music. So d- if we take out the music, then apart he's not from that Schindler's good. List, apart from Schindler's List, that I do think is a genuinely good film. It's a good film, but what makes the directing stand out? Not a lot. A red coat? <laughs> <laughs> not a lot. Do you know what? Sometimes yeah, like... Yeah, you got a point. Yeah, it's, it's, it's bog standard. It's average. And there's nothing wrong with that because the film has good consistency and it runs. But obviously he's got like, you know, he's got editors. He's got all these other people that are doing that. Camera angle wise and creating atmosphere. Steven Spielberg and Stanley Kubrick and are not doing anything that makes me go, wow. It's, it's standard. It's average. But... um, Like I can't tell when it's one of his films yeah, other than the music. Exactly. But if you... And I don't like... Tarantino J- I can. Exactly. And I don't like J.J. Abrams, but you could pull his film out from a mile away. Same with M. Night Shashapapapa. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's got a specific way that he shoots people as well like there's a lot of directors to do it but i don't understand the the acclaim that these two have but god sometimes i just watch schindler's Who, list who's the royal tenenbaum director you can tell his films <sighs> we're really good at this job <laughs> i know who you mean and the same with people like baz Luhrmann as well yeah who did the elvis movie and it was brilliant if everyone hasn't seen it that's a great movie about elvis uh, even though it's got tom hanks in it and i absolutely cannot stand tom hanks he drives me nuts he's fat as well I like the way he talks. I don't. I find He talks really strangely. Oh, I don't know what that was. I was trying to do Tom Hanks' impression. It's quite a stuttery. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was good. He did that one about the plane landing in the Hudson River. Yeah. Why did that man get in trouble? Because they got him in trouble. But he saved all those people's lives. I don't think he got in big trouble. Yeah, Yeah, he did. I'm trying to remember. Did he, he did he not follow procedures or something? Jake, he landed a plane in the Hudson River. I think all procedures were out the window at that <laughs> point. <laughs> it's just, we're going down. Like Jake. Why was he I landing? really hope his wife gave him whatever he wanted that night. Why would you land why did they need to land the plane in the river? What was wrong with the plane? You oh know? yeah, yeah, yeah. It it malfunctioned. Oh well like properly. See now I heard the other day I was listening to something and you know about this because you did planes. You you done planes, right? Yeah. Yeah, great. That was like your whole degree just says done planes. <laughs> um, when you done planes, so they can like when you're in the air and you're you're doing plane. Yeah. Like they can switch off the engine and you may not even notice on certain planes because you just are like going. It would go very quiet. Like jet engines are very noisy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, if you deducted sound, but the plane wouldn't like you know Looney Tunes style flop out of the air. No, no, they glide. They glide. Right, I'm all gonna, planes, all planes. Okay, glide. right. I'm gonna even s- helicopters have got a thing. Blech, helicopters freak me out. Stop being so in the air. Um, right, I'm gonna sound really stupid, but again, you did planes. You're a Boeing. You're a Boeing seven three seven. Do you like my fuselage? <laughs> <laughs> Picture it now. You're a Boeing. Right, loads of passengers inside your body. Loads yeah. of cargo area. Yeah. That's your body, Jake. <laughs> You got. I mean, wi- at the moment, you got wheels, right? You know, yeah. you're going it, right? I've got wing tip vortices. What does that mean? Um, so you know, you've got conspiracy theories, and people think yeah. you've got the few what they tr- um, contrails, and that people. Oh put yes, stuff yes, in yes, them. yes, yes. They don't come. That they don't come from the engines. No, they come from the equalization of pressure from the underside of the wing to the top side of the wing at mm. when the wing mm. the airflow gets to the end. Right. And it causes like a little tornado. Oh, okie dokie. Right. You're a Boeing 737. Okay. You've got that going on. Yeah. Making little tornadoes. I turn your power off. <laughs> Deprive your flips. You're weighty. How much does a Boeing 737 weigh? A lot. 400 tons. Chuck a bunch of people inside it and their luggage. Yeah, you're they're very heavy. Yeah. How? How would that glide? 
because it's got lift from the wings. So it's going down. Yeah. Like it can't, you can't ascend if you don't have power in the engines. Yeah. But it won't just fall out of the sky. Right, but does it go down as quick as I think it should? Which is quick. It's, it goes down, I, I couldn't tell you how many feet per second or whatever it is. Feet I wouldn't know what minute. that meant anyway, but yeah. But it's a, it'd be a lot gentler than you think it would. Ba- See, basically. that's what freaks me out because people have been saying that. It was like people, like we get together and talk about this. There's people <laughs> who get together and say, so they were like saying that it would just be really just yeah. like a thing. And I'm sitting there thinking, eh, like if I threw Real Akuma, which I, audio listeners, I never would. If I threw Real Akuma, Real Akuma's got wings essentially. She's got arms and, and a hat, right? She'd flop to the floor. And a Boeing 737 is huge. Real Akuma doesn't have wings. Then what the shit are they? So <laughs> <laughs> is. Do you know what I mean? But like it's so big. It's so heavy. And it, the air is doing nothing for it because air is air. It doesn't exist. And it's just flopping around in the sky. It, it freaks me out that they move through the sky anyway. I sound like a mental person. It's, ba- it ba- it's just the wings. Basically, if you get air flowing over wings... Mm. The faster that air goes, mm. the more lift, more force you've got going up. Yeah, so when you turn it off, I just think it would go down a lot quicker than people say it, it would. It would go down quick, but enough that you could crash land it. That you wouldn't go into the ground. Yeah, like head you ain't going down like that. You would go like that. You can land on the sea in a Boeing 737, can't you? Mm. It's not easy, though. Like he, The thing he did was hard. Yeah, because... come in at exactly the right angle of attack. There's another key word for you. Angle? Butt first? Yeah, slightly. But not too much. Oh, because then you... Because if you went like this... Audio listeners, we're using our hands. Wait. If you went nose first, you would cartwheel forwards and... What if you you just went flat? Like you lined it up perfectly flat? I mean, well done. Me. But you've got a bit... bit (laughs) Me applying a You give yourself a bit of tolerance if you've got a bit of a butt action going on. Oh, so you don't have to do the butt action. But it's best. To be honest, I don't really know. Oh, you're going to have ground... Yeah, it gets complicated. Planes are really stupid and I don't like them. <laughs> like, they're, like, super advanced and I don't like it. I don't trust them in the sky. Like, I don't. Like, I'm just like, what are you up to? And who invented It could that? have been worse, by the way. Why? In the middle of the Cold War, they try... You know you've got nuclear submarines. Oh, People with Kevin I- Bacon on them? Yeah. yeah so People <laughs> had ideas to make uh, nuclear aeroplanes. Imagine an aeroplane with a nuclear reactor in it. That sounds safe. Okay, but it would um, have stayed in the sky forever if it wanted to. Jake, what are you just saying to audio listeners? You know that on the podcast we you love started to, talking about. Planes. No, 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 audio listeners. I'd like to just preface this, and this is something I find very important, and I don't get humans who don't do this. Jake knows about stuff that I don't know about. Like you know about science and physics and things like that, and all those kinds of things that, like, yeah, we both know. Shall I flex? Shall I? Shall yeah. we? You know about lots of stuff I don't. I have a very high IQ, but high IQ doesn't mean that you know book knowledge. It's, it's uh, problem solving knowledge and seeing yeah. things in a different formula and that's it, when I watch people solve a problem and I, they go A, B, C, D I'm going you're an idiot I just see the answer and I do it I don't have to think about solving a problem it's, it's very very obvious to me Jake is very good at retaining information from a book and I, f- and I find it very interesting when we tell each other stuff because you know stuff that I, my brain's just going I don't need that information like you know I have a certain extent like if you needed to ask me about art I'd be like ba 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 but when you tell me these things, I'm like, tell me more. So all your listeners, if you don't know something, don't be one of those humans who just goes, no, ask <laughs> questions because otherwise you're not going to know. What do you mean if 
you put a nuclear reactor in a plane, it would stay in the sky forever. What does that mean? Because nuclear reactors, the fuel you put in, yeah, just which is... lasts thousands of years. What? That's what they invented Wait, nuclear so how submarines. The only reason they have to come back... The only <laughs> what is Kevin nu- Bacon doing? <laughs> the only reason nuclear submarines have to come back to port yeah. is to get food for the humans on it. What? That's the only reason. Why? Okay, can I say something that's going to be... Why do we not put them in cars? Is um, that dumb? Like, would it, um, if the car um, isn't um, capable of doing one, it? Um, out of time, what's it called? The one from Back to the Future does. The DeLorean. Yeah, the DeLorean, the GMC. Yeah. It's a GMC DeLorean. It's a bit, like, over the top. Maybe a train. So, not a bicycle <laughs> so a nuclear reactor can create its own power is essentially it just uses generates. like uranium like it's, and that doesn't run if you've out. got enough of it yeah. if you've got enough of a radioactive isotope metal yeah uranium plutonium whatever it will just give out the heat really? and then you use the heat from that would it die out eventually yeah like about how long like 10 years depends how years? much you've got um a year Ew, submarines also gross I, I, me out. I can't, I'm not going to pretend just, I know. But it's a long time. Very long time. And they wanted to do that with planes. Yes. So that, for spying, so you could keep the plane in the sky for... For spying? Forever and ever. <laughs> They're spying on us. <laughs> Kevin Bacon's under the ocean. That's really odd. Like, I didn't, like, I really didn't know that that was what a nuclear submarine's purpose was. Like, I didn't know that. I just thought it meant that... <laughs> I'm going to sound so dumb. I thought when they said nuclear submarine, it meant that the weapons on it... That as well. Oh, okay. Huh, I'm not so dumb today. No, no, no. I thought that they had like They specific... run on nuclear and they fire nuclear, but not wow. all of them. There's some that are nuclear powered, like a hunting submarine, but it doesn't fire. Hunting? It hunts other submarines. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Do you know what Hunt I don't... October. I, do you know what I don't like? I don't like those planes that you can't see. Stealth. <laughs> No, those Virgin Airbuses. <laughs> no, you know what I mean? It looks like, like a triangle. The, uh, yeah, the F-17, the F-22 and the B-2. What is that? What do they do? Like, I don't get the point in it. Like, you can't see it on a radar or something? Correct. You can see it in real life. That's <laughs> <laughs> just me going there everywhere. <laughs> but well, we, I bumped into a plane. We got it. Yeah, so it flies around and it's and it's a spy plane, right? Yes. But it doesn't have uh, weapons. F-22 isn't. F-22 is an attack aircraft. Do you know what freaks me out so much? And it's like sometimes like I wish... <laughs> I was about to get really dark there. Like super dark. Sometimes I wish I was dead. But then <laughs> I find things... It's a horror podcast. It's fine. <laughs> then I find stuff out about the world and what humans do. And I go, that's really interesting. Like there's so much I don't know. And I love learning. That's what makes me want to stick around. Yeah. Is to learn new things. Yeah, yeah. It's so interesting, isn't it? Like I don't know. I don't know shit about like... Um, I know a lot about... World War Two weaponry and World War One weaponry, horse and knife. Um, like World War One was bleak. Yeah. It makes me sad thinking about the horses <laughs> that died. <laughs> um, but World War Two, like, like, yeah, okay, we could talk about Panzers and Tigers and tanks and stuff like that. Like, I know about all that stuff, but like, when it comes to now, like, I have no interest in like um, the Iraq Iran War. Well, obviously, I have an interest in it, but I have no, I don't have any knowledge or interest in like the weaponry that we were using now. And like, I mean, even that. When was the Iraq Iran War? Two thousand and two, three. Um, that was in the eighties. No, no, no. The one after 9-11. Oh, the 2003 Iraq war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Iraqi freedom? Yeah. <laughs> Just put my fist up in the air, audio listeners. Um, like, But they had then weaponry that was like bonkers. Like People would tell me about the, like, the types of guns and stuff that they would... I've got a lot of ex-army friends and things like that. Charlie's getting a cry on at the door, everyone. 
and I would find out about like the planes and the tanks and like the 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 sniper kind of capacities that these guns had, and you're just like, what is happening? Mm. What kind of weapons as humans are we making? The bits, what it's gone to now, is interesting. Charlie. Is it yeah. like so? You've got a lot of different things going on. Mm. My two favorite things are. One, you've got a lot of sort of terrorist groups and yeah. fighters who don't have a lot of money. Yeah. Or like Ukrainians yeah. who are trying to fight Russia Ugh. who come up with genius ways of not spending a lot of money to defeat expensive things. Yeah. That's always good. Like that that's impressive. Like drones that can kill a tank. The drone cost you like two hundred like a thousand dollars. Amazon Prime it to yourself, thanks yeah. Jeff Bezos. You just got rid of a million dollar tank. Oh, display connection is limited. Shut up. There you go. My computer. Um, uh, and the, the other one is Japan's back on the map. Yay! So Japan's back doing military things, and they're making robots. Oh, for God's sake. Oh, Jap- we're going to get robots. What do you mean they're making robots? They're, they're the world leaders in robotics. Well, of course uh, and, they are, but what are they, what are they using them in the army? And they're going to, well, they're not talking about it, but they're <laughs> definitely developing something. Like robot robot soldiers or like really advanced robot like planes and tanks and shit I'm hoping all of it I want Transformers to exist oh my god it's Gundams and Transformers holy hell they convert into cars and stuff I hope so it's one thing (laughs) and it's Power Rangers and they all come together so you get a tank and a car and then it it makes the mega Raptor Ranger and it's like pew 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 those things from Pacific Rim yeah oh my god remember when we were talking about League oh yeah (laughs) Hang on. Charlie! What's wrong? Is it because we weren't talking about the film? <laughs> She's like, this is not a podcast about Boeing 7C3th. Charlie, do you know how planes stay in the air? No. Charlie doesn't know what the air is. Charlie just honestly, she looks into my full-length mirror and cries. And I'm like, same. Because I'm so sad. Um, Right. So yeah, the first one's really good. Like you know, they do the Lion Guard sing. It's all taken from Eyes Wide Shut. They do the voodoo and like. And it's got that strange comedian, uh, Lisa Tarbuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She pops up on QI a lot, doesn't she? But it's my she's least. She's not funny, but she's good in that. No, I know. She should be an actress, and that's it. And this my uh, this one I find this storyline is my least funniest one. It's the least weirdest. It's quite on the nose. It gets gritty. the job done. It's gritty. It gets the job done. The second one, I think it is. Yeah, is- which is the second one? Hellip. Not my favourite, which means the best one's the last one. Um, good, good, that's the good order. It is, isn't Probably it? Probably what they thought. The second one is... So obviously the first one is like straight out of like Eyes Wide Shut. The second... It's almost... Actually, just, I just had a thought. You can take them per movie. The second one is Salem's Lot. I don't know what that is. It's a Stephen King film. About the town of Salem. No, 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 no. About vampires. Oh. Vampiric. Yes, it's a vampire story. It is a vampire story. This one is... You couldn't do this now. <laughs> you couldn't do any league now <laughs> for I think you'd of get away... Oh, no, no. Papa Lazarus. You might get away with the first one. Yeah. The line dancing one, maybe. Maybe. And most of the third one. Yeah, but the second one, no. Pre-PC comedy was actually gold. I'm not going to lie. Like, we miss out on a lot. Because you have, like, you have un-PC stand-up comedians, but you're never going to get, like, un-PC TV shows. No. BBC. The fact that the BBC put this on as well makes me just die. But, but context exists. Like, they're, yeah. they're, they're good people. Yeah. If they, like, Papa Lazarus, they're bad guy. Taps. Like, they're not saying go and put 
blackface. Go, go and do blackface. And but pegs. They're saying the the person doing blackface is the bad character. They're meant to be gypsies as well, aren't they? Which also adds yeah. another yeah. I mean, sprinkling yeah, yeah, into I it of that, awfulness. Actually. Uh, it, my favourite scene is when uh, the priest throughout it all is having flashbacks of when Papa Lazaro stole her mother and he comes in the front door and he holds his jacket open with the pegs in and he's kind of like <laughs> like that and he's like trying to grab that door just opened by itself which means I think there's ghosts nah, apt spooky I wouldn't be surprised if this house was haunted yeah yeah I think a bunch of people did die here which is sickening in the house um, so this one's about a young man who's a exchange student and he goes to live with a German family over Christmas and um, they're singing in it. He's uh, He goes to sing for their choir, doesn't he? Yes. Yeah, yeah it's a choir, a choir boy thing. A choir boy. And, um, <laughs> and he starts to suspect that the leader of the choir is uh, a vampire. Gay rapist vampire. Gay rapist vampire. Also, there is another movie and it's very obscure and I wouldn't be surprised if... The crying Charlie. <laughs> she just turned around when I said it. What is wrong with you two? Do you think I should just let them out? Like open the door and they can. What again. will they do? They'll just scurry around like little beetles out yeah, there. Yeah, they look like they want to. What do you listeners? Jake's going to explain the rest of the story. I'm going to go let the dogs out the door. Hello. Um. So. Oh my butt. He goes. The English guy goes to Germany and Duisburg to be specific. Oh, Duisburg. D- which apparently is famous for having um, a choir. And um, he's staying with Hair Lip, which is the best name ever, should we just say. Oh, I would just like to preface before I get back, put my headphones back on, you couldn't call a character Hair Lip either now. Yeah, there's layers, there's layers. Layers. Um, And he he suspects that Hair Lip has... um, come into his bedroom and bit him in on the neck. Oh, yeah, because he's got two bite marks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my arm. But it's not hair lip, is it, Rachel? Uh. Nice. (laughs) No, it's the wife and her tits. Her tits are so pointy and so gross. And I want to scream when I see them. Mark Gattis females are horrific. Reese Shearsmith makes the best female. Yeah. I forget it's a man. How good he is. Yeah, he's really good at being a lady. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And... uh, he, so he the 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 idea is that Hairlip is a gay you know priest. He likes the young boys that work for him. Um, there's that scene, a real good treatment. A real good treatment. There's that scene where he's I can't remember. Um, he's drinking tomato juice. Oh, and he oh, thinks it's blood. And he lets it drip out, out of, the of side his of mouth, his and he's like. Nah. Oh man, it grims me out so hard. And there's another bit where he's chasing the little boys around the lounge and they're having Christmas presents. And he's like, oh, parfum, some for me. And he like puts it on his head and goes, and for that. I was like, this is like so insane. I remember the first time I watched that, there's that, that he has a dream. The young, the, the exchange student boy has a dream where he's like dead in the closet and his corpse fell out. Mm. And I even With remember- the eyes and mouth sewed up. Sewed up. And that kind of spooked me when I was yeah, like, you know, 13, quite 14. quite extreme. Yeah, he was like, oh, this is, this is really like, really- they're good at making it actually scary for a yeah. BBC. It was very Hammer Horror. Yeah, yeah, completely. And um, it's just like, it's so well done. And you you know, it's like, I mean, it's a predominantly, it is a comedy show, but their, their timing and their finesse of like, you know, execution is like really good. It's like at the end of the first one with the line dancing where they're out in the snow and she's having a conversation with the guy that she 
hooked her, who helped her hook up the the voodoo doll, and then he gets his just throat cut really oh, his randomly. Nose. Do you remember what his nose? Uh, oh, it looks. It's all so ugly, isn't rotted. it? Rotted. Yeah, right. and it's like bleeding out of his neck, and he had his throat cut by the voodoo people, and it's all in the snow, and you're just like, it's actually really well done, well orchestrated horror. Do you know what I mean? Like you, you forget how good they were at executing it. Like, you forget it's a BBC comedy. Do you know what I was thinking the other day? Like the BBC have actually put on quite a lot of interesting horror because they were the people who put on the Women in Black. Yes. On Christmas Eve. <laughs> yeah, I like the way they do their horror on Christmas and not on um, Halloween. What is going on in the BBC apart from <laughs> incest? Like, do you know what I mean? I love how they keep trying to charge me, and I'm like, no, I'm not paying it. I'm just admitting to crime right now. All the crimes. I don't have television, television, in the way I'm going to France in a few months and practicing my French. Do you like that? Thanks. How many times are you going to say television while I'm there? Bonjour. Bonjour. I'm going to go to City Europe. Yeah, that's a thing. Jake, they have a Sephora. What's wrong with you? What's that? It's a makeup shop for bougie okay. people. It's rich, rich people stuff. Um, yeah, like, it's... I'm not going to pay them. I go on iPlayer every now and then and watch a Louis Theroux documentary. You pressed that button, didn't you? Yeah. You lied with that button. I did. I did. Come and find me in your van. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. If I want to watch the one or two Louis Theroux documentaries I want to watch, then I'm going to do it. I don't watch anything else. I don't have it on my television. I just mm. go on BBC iPlayer every now and then and go, I'm just going to watch this. What are they going to do? Sue me. Sue me. Sue me for watching one show every year, probably. I don't see why we have to keep paying the BBC for anything. What do they want from us? I mean, I like the shows they produce, and that costs money. Well, what's Channel 4 doing then? Oh, advertising. The head of adverts, yeah. Why don't the BBC just get adverts and then yeah, we can that's share? that's probably what will happen. Good. Stop being douchebags. Why do they put on so much horror at Christmas, though? Yeah, it's good. Wasn't there like a three-part vampire thing a few Dracula. years ago? It was really good. Yeah, it was really good. It was, and it they really put It really reminded me of League of Gentlemen. Yes, yeah, it was really... I think Mark re- Gattis did it. I think that's right. Oh, he had did he? To, I, I don't know. No, he I might, think you're right. He might have. Googling it now. Oh, my arm... The stupid <laughs> microphone won't... Oh, I've got loads of messages. <laughs> Me. Oh, it's Steve Trevelyan. He knows we're doing a podcast. Oh, my God. He was messaging me about how high he was yesterday when he was messaging me. He was sending me really bonkers stuff yesterday. It was really good. Oh, like um, Dracula BBC, BBC review. The guy who played Dracula I thought was really good in that. Oh, Christ. Wikipedia still can't be sold. What's well, happening to Wikipedia? Also, isn't there something that's come out recently that's just about the ship? Developed by Mark Gatiss. There we go. And Stephen, that's what it feels like. It. Stephen Moffat. Okay. I don't know who that is. I've heard the name. But th- so that obviously that's why it feels what like ship? League. Oh, I can't remember what the ship's called. Put in, put in ship. <laughs> ship yeah, okay. Five years. Put I've done that. Shi- I've done that. Ship from Dracula. Ship in Dracula. It's, it's the Dementor arrives yeah. in England. So there's there's something coming out called the Dementor or Dementor, a film or a series. I can't remember. What. The little-known shipwreck that inspired Bram Stoke's Dracula. Stoke was moved to grim details when I'm penning around the horror masterpiece of Fate of the Real Ship called the Dementor. What's oh, I didn't realise it was real. On? What is all these stupid things? Headhunter's Horror House. Dementor is a fictional ship feature. Yeah, I think everyone's talking about stupid stuff. That's a good name for a dog, Dementor. Or maybe <laughs> A naughty dog. Maybe not. People might think that it's... Um, wait, that's going to be a BBC thing? I, um, I think it's a film. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Do IMDB or something along those lines. Yeah, it is coming out. Dracula, yeah. It's called Blood Vessel. <laughs> good name. <laughs> That's a really good name. It's all going uh, on. I, yeah, I'll, I'll watch that. I'll watch that. Yeah, the Dracula series was really good. Mm. That one, I think, of all the three, is the scariest one. Yes. Like, it is the most frightful. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's it's it absolutely encompasses so much in regards to, like, you know, fan fandom of horror and stuff like that and things. Sometimes I think I should write fanfic, but I never do. What's that? When you make, like... Fans write their own add-ons to stories oh. that already exist. I watch a lot of Star Wars stuff like that. You should fanfic Star Wars. I'd make everyone gay. C-3PO's gay. Do you think he is? Like, everyone I know, it's a joke. I think Jar Jar Binks I mean, gay. can you be a gay? I had this argument the other day, and I'm going to argue about it forever. The fuck... Right. The Phantom Menace. Yes. Attack of the Clones. Yes. Revenge of the Sith. Best three films. A lot of people think that now. Do they? Most people's favourite now is Re- the third one, Revenge, Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's quite a film. Do it. And all, that, all those things. <laughs> what just happened? Do it. <laughs> oh, no, I remember the beat says yeah. that. Do it. I can't do it as well as you. Oh, do it again. Do it. Oh, that's good. That's good. No, The Phantom Menace is a good film as well. And everyone goes, it's good, Jojo Bingston. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. Like, you know, the Ewoks existed. Like, you can sidestep them. Like, who cares? Pod racings. Wee! I can't do a pod racing sound. That was so terrible. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was it. That was it. <laughs> that was good. Thanks. Um, and you, it's got that Watto guy in it. No Jedi tricks. Yeah. <laughs> you know, only money. Like, and everyone's always just like, what are you talking about, Rachel? Those are the worst three films. And I'm like, actually, they're not. They're actually really good. Like, why do you hate you've got, it? You've got the best Star Wars soundtrack as well. Yeah, for sure. Imagine if you got married to that. Jewel of the Fates. Jesus. The second one is boring, though. The second one is boring. They always are. Do you know why I said this about the Lord of the Rings thing? The middle one is boring as hell. But weirdly, it's a lot of people's favourite. Who are these people? I don't know. The third one is the best one. No. Yes, yes, yes. The third one is the best one. Although the first one feels very comfy it does and homely yeah do you know i we like should the just fellowship like, do you know i did a podcast today already on lord of the rings where i compared it to the m25 and stuff like that and we already did who is aragon <laughs> <laughs> the wedding <laughs> <laughs> the wedding scenario made so many people angry how was i meant to know you bow for no one no but how was i meant to know that at the end of the movie it's not a wedding yeah did you listen to that episode yeah 
Like, how am I meant to that know? That was so entertaining, by the way. Oh, Ian and Chris are just the best, aren't they? They couldn't... They were so angry. You broke their brains. <laughs> you broke their nerd fantasy is... brains. And I have one of those. I'm playing D&D after this. So, Yay. yeah, I'm, I'm on board with that. Oh, are you playing with Andrew and Lawrence and stuff? Yes. <sighs> okay. It's, a- it's Andrew's campaign. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I'm playing a lady. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Finally. <laughs> and I have to try and do my voice that's like a lady, but do that's you, very hard for a man. Do you know what I want to do is I just want to like fly on the wall one day for when you play D&D. Because it, obviously... It can get quite funny. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know that guy I was like friends with in the summer, Matt? Shout out, Matt. I miss you so much, bro. Like, I miss, I miss him so much. I'm so sad without He's Matt. gone to Middle Earth. He has, and he says it's shit. Oh, He's not having a good time. Come back no, he's having a good time, but it's not what he expected, uh, he said, basically. That's, that's always a downer. Yeah. And um, he was sharing a... V- I'm just going to spill all of Matt's tea right now. He and uh, someone he met in the hostel just bought a van. And they were driving around. And they were doing all this cool stuff. Uh, and then this guy met a girl and just kicked Matt out of the van. Aww. And so I don't know. He messaged me, but I can't remember. I'm not going to be able to pronounce some place in New Zealand. I can't remember the name of. So he's now in this random place. And he's now got to find what he's doing next the thing is matt is such a beautiful soul and he will just take that as a positive like that's his energy he's like okay well i'm here now like you know what i mean like make the best of the situation yeah he's like and, I, and that's j- the way you should be god i miss him and it's not do you know what i got i actually got sad in therapy talking about him the other day i think i told you didn't i like i just his energy was really what i needed and had in my life during uh you know, a weird summer. And uh, <laughs> yeah, eating disorder hospitals and fun. And Matt just came along with this really amazing, super positive energy and just was, you know, had no flex or motive to just be someone who's not. He was like, I'm here. This is me. This is what I do. And take it or leave it. And uh, he did D&D massively into it and he would tell me about his characters because, you know, you'd be polite. You take interest in people you're, you're spending time with and what they do and stuff like that. And I would just be like, I would kind of want to watch this. But because I know you, Mark, Andrew, um, and Lawrence, I think it'd be more entertaining like, to watch you guys do this weird shit. Like, I just kind of want to see it. I kind of want to see it. I think I'd probably get bored after about an hour, but I kind of still want to. Yeah, I would suggest you play it. No. Like, you would be very good at it. I just... The whole role-playing side of it and having a character. There's two downsides that you would have. It's long. One... You can't just go around killing people. It ruins a game. Yeah, I can And imagine. you would want to go around just killing everyone. Murder hobo. Well, like Lawrence's character? <laughs> no, no, it will. No, it will. Um, and yet you wouldn't have the patience for it. God, no. 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 Matt would tell me how long his games went on for. And yeah, I was like, like three hours. Yeah, and it can be longer. Yeah. Yeah. He you would, would lose patience. He would do like whole You would like it in snippets. I'm going to come and watch you guys play one day. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. the thing I'm actually going to do. You don't get together, though, do you? No. Since COVID, we now do Roll20, which is an online thing. Which makes it harder. That's kind of boring. Maybe you should have like a Christmas special where you get together. <laughs> like? <laughs> the League of Gentlemen. We were saying something before this that we backtracked on. German. No. Gays. Hellip. I can't remember. We were saying something. Then we got talking about Matt and D&D. And... Yeah, we should do a Lord of the Rings podcast. That was it. Matt was a massive Lord of the Rings fan. Not the point. I was going to say if he was here, I'd bring him on board. Um, but we should do another one. I know I did it with Chris and Ian. Like, I know I did. But I kind of... There's so much to talk about. There's so much. Isn't there just so much to talk about? And I yeah. feel there is horror elements to it. Like, the orcs. People, yeah. I know people who won't watch that movie because they're freaked out by the orcs. And I know people who won't watch the scenes with my girl, She Lobs, in it. Because Ooh, yeah. she's so sexy. Ugh. I wanted to, like, crush me. The scariest thing about Shelob is sexy. she's really clever. Yeah, me. 
really clever. <laughs> I don't even know like, what a plane that, like she's not she's kind of not like an animal. Didn't she used to so I asked Matt about Sheila once and he was he went into depth about her. Like he was telling me all about how she, there was other spiders yeah. that were like her and she lived Ungoliant. Bef- yeah, her and mother. She, she name for a dog. Um <laughs> just everything. <laughs> doesn't like, <laughs> in the park. It doesn't like calling them back with the ball in Ungoliant. mouth. D- doesn't like roll off the tongue, doesn't it? And she hung around somewhere. So good at Lord of the Rings. And she was like in charge and like uh not who's who's the other wizard? Not Sauron. Yes. It depends which canon you. She take. knew other people. Yeah, it depends which canon you. The the game added mm. a lot of it, and it put her in female human form. You saw her as a, like a person. Was she sexy? Yeah. Oh, like hot. dark sexy. Oh, sexy. Like gothic sexy. Me. Yeah. No, oh, thanks. <laughs> you, you, you if you dye your hair black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And wore uh, but, uh yeah. A spider costume. Skimpy things. But then uh, apparently she was, yeah, she, she hung around and she knew Saruman and she, oh, okay. she knew other people and Matt like knew the whole history of her and stuff like that. And I it, don't know it in that yeah, detail. Yeah, yeah, like, like, she, yeah. She was, a, she was a badass bitch for ages. She's old. Yeah, she's super old. And she used to like be in charge of a part of the land where the tree beard people lived as well. Oh, okay. And she kind of like roll, you know, ran the roost. And then he told me why she went to the cliffs near Mordor, like where she, how she ended up in the caves. Was she lured there? Yeah, I think so. I, think I Sauron can't remember. wanted her to be there. He was having problems with her. She was a, she was a bad neighbor. Annoying. She was a naughty neighbor. She was... She she was baller. She was like a beast. She was in charge. Like people were scared of her, which is understandable because she's a giant fucking spider. How the hell did Sam kill her? The door shut again. Ghosts. Yeah, I'm really angry. I don't like Sam anyway. And then for him to, we need to do a Lord of the Rings podcast. Like I know we've done it, and I feel like the next one we should do. I'll find somewhere. I'll find another Lord of the Rings nerd, and we'll get on this. But I feel like we should just Lawrence. Lawrence would be so fucking good. Although he and I barely speak. Like we're civil. If we saw each other, we're very like, hey, how are you? But could you- would you stop? Could you imagine getting Lawrence on the Lord of the Ring podcast? Actually, I don't think he knows that much. I think he knows a fair amount, but he's not he like enough. he's not deep into the soup though. No, he's not deep. We are like not. has he read the books? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Sorry. yeah, 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 yeah. He had like Lord of the Rings posters and stuff in his room when we first met. Oh, okay. Uh, everyone, for everyone's context, Lawrence was someone I used to date for God a long time, didn't I? Eight nine years. Live together. We lived together for a long time. We, I met, I met him when I was sixteen. We dated till I was yeah about twenty four, twenty five. I, I worked with him in a restaurant. That's how I know Jake. Yeah. Yes, we met. How did the? I just saw my dog run past the window, so I'm really hoping that my husband. That yeah, okay. Is there an adult out there? A human, I mean. <laughs> yeah, I'm really hoping that there is a a human out there with them. Um, yeah, that was oh God. We we're gonna do that. We need to do that. I think we should just do a podcast where we focus on the on the horrific elements of, of Lord of Rings. The Lord of Rings. It was inspired by the horrors of World War One. Yes, and also like that whole underground bit where the orcs are made always grims me out. It is so grim, isn't it? What is it like? They're underground. You know what I'm talking the, about? The Urukai, yeah. So yeah, the Urukai. That's it. They come out like make gun- me an army. Yeah, and they come out like gun- right. There's a theory, and uh, Luke never used to believe in me when I used to talk about this, but I read it online. Welcome to the episode where we talk about League of Gentlemen and we just descend <laughs> into this. That the Urukai, no, the orcs had sex with bigger, more powerful orcs, and that's how Urukai were created. I, they're, they're a combination of things. I can't remember what the combination is. All orcs were originally, if you go Half back far enough. Half a used tube of toothpaste <laughs> and a timeout bar. Yeah, that's, that's what, what I, I, I <laughs> 
That's what League of Gentlemen would do it as. <laughs> oh my god! Imagine if that's what. Do you remember timeouts? Yes. They were quite good. Yeah, yeah. yeah they were right. I had no they sh- weren't over the top. They were just enough, like a penguin. Are you sad that I have? I think via just by proxy that I haven't done sweet treats on an episode for a long time. Now. That's fine. I don't come here. For no, the I good know, stuff. but I'm wondering whether to bring it back. I haven't had a canned burger in a oh, while. Jesus, they were grim. But I'm wondering whether to bring it back. I wonder if people are sad about sweet treats. Um, it was a good. I'm element. not going to turn it away. <laughs> do you remember? The, but that's not the reason I come. Do you remember the family-sized jar of olives? And I had to put it yeah. in the deep drawer. They didn't last long. Oh, God. Where was I? Long. I went to the Rochester Christmas Fair yesterday, mm. and there was so much sweet stuff. But there, And I went looking specifically for something like olives or biltong and stuff, and there was nothing. Because I thought they must have something like that, like a chutney stand or something. Yeah, Christmas is all about the sweet stuff, isn't it? Was it was like cake and cookies yeah. and hot chocolates. And I had a... Audio listeners, I had a lovely time. It was lovely. They had fake was it snow. magical? Yeah, and I don't like Christmas, but they had fake snow pumping out everywhere, and the music was really cool, and there was a fun fair, and they only do it like a couple of weekends a month, but it was like actually a blast. Like the, the stuff to buy is trash, and no one cares about it, but some of the cakes were pretty good. Can you say the word pump again? Pump. Good. Bob. <laughs> but um, yeah, so the third part, we're going to get back on track. Okay. Can we do that Lord of the Rings episode? Yeah. I feel like we should. I just want an excuse to talk about Shelob. I've still got that Shelob fan art. There's a lot of horror all mm. over the place in it. Yeah, those goddamn Urukai. I don't like their feet. They're sh- <laughs> no, I'm being normal. But like, you're fine with Hobbit feet. Yeah, no, I'm not. <laughs> but there's a there's a shot. I think it's when I went to a craft club and I made badges of everyone from Lord of the Rings the other a few weeks ago. Yes. And I made a Grund badge because oh. I like Grund. I like Grund so much. Grund. And I gave Matt one of. I'm going to be really stupid. Boromir and then who's his brother? Faramir. Right. Boromir was Sean. Show your quality, Faramir. Boromir was Sean Bean. Yes. Right. 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 Remember the scene where his Bor- horn was Cleven. Remember the scene where Boromir gets killed. Yeah. yeah. And there's shots of the thick arrows. The Urukai's feet running through the mud towards him. Yeah. And I was like, it does Ew. look weird. It it's goes. Gross. A bit, it's a bad prosthetic. It goes floppy. Yeah, I didn't like it. It's, it's like when you watch. Doesn't that, ruin it for me. It's like when you watch that King eat tomatoes. Who? Oh. And the thingy is singing him the song, Merry or Pippin. Yeah. One of the two. That scene in itself. Well, he kills himself as well, which is nice. Who? Oh. The king. Yeah. Is he? No, he's not the king. He was going to die. He's he was steward. Gonna... The steward of Gondor. Another horror in Lord of the Rings. He was going to set his son on fire but while how he was would, alive. How would you feel if there was a big fancy chair next mm. to your little shitty chair? Yeah. Good. And you've got to sit on the little shitty chair every fucking day. And yes. there's, you're, you're very certain that king ain't coming back. Also, another horror Lord of the Rings. Is his name Wormstrom? Wormtongue. Wormtongue. He's gross. Grima. <sighs> I can't I, wait. I like it when he looks at um, the lady, what's her name? Eowyn. Yeah. So perverted. And the way he leers over that old king. Mm. And he's all like, blah, blah. I, I felt like that king the other day. Why? Someone, uh, I've been ill recently. Oh, uh, yes, yes, yes. The yes, public. Yes. Are you so, feeling better? Because when I saw you, it was a bit better. I'm fine now. Oh, great. Um, thank, thanks for asking. You were tired. <laughs> you were at the tired stage of getting over it, you know? Yeah, so when someone asked me how I was feeling, mm. I said, like Theoden King, when he was <laughs> under the mental spell And everyone just Saruman. walked away and didn't <laughs> yeah. want to talk to you. No, it was a nerd. It was a nerd I was talking oh, that's to, pretty so good. it's fine. Oh, my God. That worm guy is Rick, and the king is my mum. What are your listeners? My is mother is like. Oh, he's like this skinny... Greasy. He's, yeah, no, he is. He's this skinny, like, rat-looking guy. Oh. Like, really, really bad. Like, yeah, he's he's proper just like... He looks he looks Chinese. 
Okay. But he's not. He's white. <laughs> Makes no sense. He's really like rat-like. Yeah, no, actually. Remember Splinter from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? The yeah. rat. That's how he looks. He wears a robe and bandages on his feet. No, no, it's you know. a bit racist saying that. <laughs> anyway, we're going to get back on track, I think. But yeah, Lord of the Rings podcast is going to be really good. We're going to talk about the horrors of Lord of the Rings. I just want to talk about Shelob for like five hours. I'm actually going to do so much Shelob research because that's not a chore oh, for me. Oh, and last thing as well. Sorry. Mm. Who cares? Podcast. To hell Harry, with the Harry podcast. Harry Potter. Oh, uh, what's, her uh, what's her name? Uh, Rowling. Rowling. JK Rowling. Well, Nick Shelob, she's got this giant spider. Has she? Yeah, almost identical. Oh, I've never seen Harry Potter. I have absolutely no idea about any of it. Apparently, it's you... trash. <sighs> it's trash to me. But it's my... not as bad as I thought it was. Oh, really? Okay. When you watch them all yeah. in quick succession, <laughs> you <laughs> die inside. I didn't say read. <clears throat> um, you notice these threads of long storylines that are actually okay. quite clever. Okay. It's not. It's not. I'm not saying it's good. Good. But I wouldn't call it poor. I would call it okay. I recently fell in it's love with... It's worth watching. I recently fell in love... Okay, well, two two things before we get back to League of Gentlemen. One, I got Secret Santa and I got Talia and she works with me at Claire's. Big up Claire's plastic earrings. Um, I got her last year. She likes two things. No, three things. Pokemon, Lilo Stitch, Harry Potter. So I got, her, I got her a Pokemon stuff last year. And then this year I had a coupon from Honey or, you know, like Groupon and stuff like you get coupons and stuff. And I had uh, 70% off at Build-A-Bear. And I was like, how am I ever going to use that? I have no need for Build-A-Bear. But then I was like, I got Talia as my secret Santa. And I was like, oh, they do Harry Potter Build-A-Bears. Okay. Right. So I went and I perfect. I, they're 40 pounds. Yeah, it gets really expensive to do Build-A-Bear. So I got her this snake from Harry Potter and I bought him a little scarf to go on it and stuff like that. And it came to like 12 bucks, which is like, bang, it's in the budget. I've done it. Is she it. Slytherin? No, I don't know. But I just Ooh, thought... that might be a thing. I just thought the snake was cool. He has a scarf around his neck. Anyway, so, you know, you do all the thing. You and you buy a little um, gift box, which is a house, which is adorable. And I had I had the money to be able to pay extra for that because, you know, I was within the budget. And I was like, yep, 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 yep. And then at the end, it was like, please fill out your certificate name and i was like i don't know what the snake's called i don't even know what the name of the house is that you just said slytherin's slytherin, slytherin yeah okay so i just wrote on the certificate big ass snake <laughs> <laughs> that's a million times better right and then it says stuffed with love and i was like rachel to talia <laughs> and i thought there's no way in heck they're gonna print that on a big certificate and send it to me four days later like well good choice like really customers always right Rachel well express they give shipping. you what you want I didn't even pay express shipping for that that came in four days the email I got from Build-A-Bear was like hugs are on its way and I was like <laughs> punching the walls with how <laughs> amazing Build-A-Bear is like I've never experienced <laughs> this thing I get it out and there's the snake the snake's too big for the gift box I paid <laughs> extra for why didn't you tell me that but that's not the point whatever I salotaped it in and then there's the certificate and they printed it big ass snake and I was like this is this is the shit bro um, um, secondly, I recently watched all of the Hunger Games because I fell in love with Philip Seymour Hoffman. And so I wanted to watch yeah, films he was good. in. I want to marry him, but he's done heroin. And I used to do heroin. So they we... don't seem like your sort of films. In no. My and I was pleasantly surprised by oh. how good the first two were. They're the only two I've seen. Okay. The third one is a bit boring. I'm not going to lie. The new one's just come out. I'm going to go see it next week. Um, because that small person from Game of Thrones is in it. Dinklage. <laughs> Can I call him a small person? Midget freak. No. <laughs> Tyrion. 
Jake, don't call people. I drink wine and I know things. Yeah, he's in the new one. Anyway, long story short, you can go see it in 40X at Cinema World in Ashford if you want to have things puffed in your face and your chair moved. Could I just say one thing about him? Yeah. Sorry. Go for it. Pictures of him from the 80s are amazing. Yes, I've seen them. And also his wife is regular sized. (laughs) (laughs) Let's not get back to Lord of the Rings. (laughs) I'm just saying that when they... Thing is, he's very sexy. Yeah, he, he, he is. is very sexy, so I get it. But it's like also at the same time, like I've watched. Also, he's really rich. Oh yeah, I'd fuck him for that. Yeah, yeah. He might ha- might have a big dick. You don't know. Yeah, no, I've watched a lot of midget porn. Sometimes I like it. Do you know what I mean? I'm not gonna lie. I like weird stuff though. But like, um, yeah, Hunger Games isn't bad. A lot of gusto. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that guy in it? Uh, Woody Holson's in him. Yeah. Yeah, he's. Cool. It's a long time since I've seen. Them. He's cool. It's all right. I mean, I, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes I just watch stuff that I've like everyone goes on about, and I like miss the train, and then I go, oh, I'll check it out. It's like you know, I didn't see Toy Stories till like mm. two thousand or something. Yeah, and it was okay. There was a pink bear, and they were in a nursery mm. or something. I've not seen all of them. I don't know the succession story of it. Again, I've seen the first two. I think. Yeah, Hunger Games is okay. I'm kind of interested. I'm gonna. I'm trying to be better and not just watch horror and thriller. And I am trying to actually watch other things. So maybe one day, there's two things like I know are the pinnacle of shit. And I one day I'm gonna make myself sit through them. Yeah, what's that? All the Twilights, all the Harry Potters. Yeah. I don't know how I'm gonna do it. I feel like I'm going to die. I did Harry Potter when I was ill in bed. Oh God, it's just so bad in my mind. I've never. I, I've seen. It's the f- well done. It's well done. I've seen the first one in like 2000 when it came out because a boyfriend at the time made me watch it. And like, I don't remember it. I do not remember it. So I can give you something to sort of cling on to that will make it like... <clears throat> okay. It's each film is mm. their year at school. So like yes. the first one's year okay. seven, second yeah, one's yeah, year yeah, eight. Yeah, because yeah, they were really young when I watched it. Yeah. yeah. So they get older yeah. and they go through teen phase <sighs> and they do become very teen-like. So basically, and it's I can just imagine Twilight. you finding that funny. We went and saw the first Twilight together because we yeah. thought it was an actual vampire film, yeah. and it was not. No deaths, <laughs> no killing. I remember we were like, "What is going on?" Like it wasn't a vampire film. Like it was so weird. What do you think makes people like vampire stuff? I also wonder how many people did that same thing that we did and thought it was a movie and sighed. It wasn't a movie. Like we were just like, "This isn't." Uh, yeah, um, we got. We got uh, duped. Um, <laughs> Robbed. Yeah, we really did. But the third league episode is my favourite by thousands and thousands of miles. It's, this is going to be hard to try and convey it in words. You realise that? It's hard to explain it. A man <laughs> who is a vet. Oh, it's the Victorian era. Well. Yeah, no. It starts as not. Right. Chin- chinnery. Chinnery the vet goes in to confess his sins because he keeps accidentally killing animals, but he's a vet. And, and he doesn't he, know... Oh, well, he does know why. He does know why. And he thinks there's a family curse or a vet curse. So they go back in... Well, the story goes back in time. Flashback. To, flashback to the Victorian era. And he gets sent to work with this weird guy, doesn't he? Yeah. So I noticed something, a similarity with something. Yeah. Woman in black. Oh... That's so he's in London, right? Yeah. Victorian, late Victorian yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, and, he, yeah. and he goes, you're not doing your job very well. I'm sending you off to, to the back of beyond. 
<laughs> to rice and veggie, yeah. and I'm sending you away. That's exactly what happens yeah. at the start of the woman in black. And you have to that prove that can't yourself. be a coincidence. And he has yeah. to prove. And yeah. if you remember when he's doing that surgery in the beginning of the episode, he, the 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 guy who takes him on, Father Ray, is standing at the back in black, and no one's talking to him, isn't he? He's in that black top yeah, he hat. He ushers and him over. Yeah, 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 yeah. The weirdest part about that guy, and because so he goes to live in the guy's house, doesn't he? Yeah. Which is a lovely Victorian house. His servant <laughs> is a man in a bear suit wearing a fez. Yeah, so imagine what his... a circus bear would look like from the late Victorian times. And his name is Ashdown. Yes. I named my pet rabbit that when I was 16. <laughs> I had a, I had a, a, a several pet rabbits. Um, m- me and Lawrence kind of had them and before we lived together. So they lived with me. But I had several pet rabbits in there. They were named... I had Kif Manatron from Futurama and Ashdown from um, Kif. League. And I also Amy. had Singleton Boothsby from the episode who was uh, a, a guinea pig. Yes. Yeah. Um, I liked League. And uh, simping for League. And anyway... There's a scene where Ashdown comes downstairs and he's in his waistcoat with his fez, like you said, Victorian circus bear. And the guy goes, fancy dress tonight, Ashdown? And he goes, no, sir. Then he (laughs) peers out the window after Ashdown leaves and Ashdown is soliciting himself on the street corner. (laughs) For no reason. It has nothing to do with the story at all. You never see Ashdown again. That's why this... it's the best. Yeah. It has good non-necessary bits it's so unnecessary good. i almost don't remember anything else that happens in that episode apart from ashdown um i, I oh, can say if you want what how does he why does the singleton moves be kind guy come into it and talking about the train velocity speeds and the quill on the desk so scene he, i don't get what okay, that's about so he's the vet yeah and he's basically saying to him oh yeah there's a pot of ink that moves unnecessarily and falls <sighs> off the table yeah, we don't know why that happens that's so he's good. really into bicycles and think they're going to be the future yeah even though the other guy says that cars and trains exist yeah but anyway see i told you this was going to be difficult to it try and explain it makes no sense um basically there's a forbidden room the whole horror oh, forbidden yeah. room thing. Next star. Don't go in there. Don't go in there. <laughs> and why does he keep saying that? Because he wants him to go in there. We all want what we can't have. I'm going to enjoy this next description. Yeah. Who do we have in there? The old man in the bed or the woman crying. Because there's two. Because oh, there's what that does bit. she say? No, because she then she's in the chair. She's yeah. in the chair. And she's like. Oh. Yeah, moaning, wailing. And then he goes. Um, he says the name of the person yeah. I can't remember who it is, and she goes next star, and he goes thanks, and she's like, "Is that right?" <laughs> oh, that's it. Is that right? Is that right? Is that right? Is that right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that bit. Oh my god, me and my ex boyfriend used to do that all the time. Me and Ben used to like literally just constantly just go like, "Is that right? <laughs> Is that right? Is that right?" To each other, or we do the fake crying. Like he loved League as well. Can you shout remi- out Ben? Hope you're okay. Not Can you? Rem- well. So this old guy had a really good way of embellishing his stories. Can you remember it? With the little puppets? Yes. Oh, it was so creepy. So they're... I think it comes from India. Yeah, they're those... Shadow puppets. Yeah, yeah. And you have the little sticks and you do it. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. He, they'd had to make a monkey humping an elephant shadow puppet. With massive balls. Do you remember? Yeah. Yeah, so he basically meets this old geezer and he tells him the story of um, like some curse. And it involves the monkey's nutsack. And then he goes to, the, so like, you know, he goes through the Shadow Puppet story. And then he reveals under his beard that he has the, like, um, taxidermy monkey nuts. Yeah. And he's like, It's a good on. bad name. Taxidermy monkey nuts. Good dog name. Um, <laughs> and he goes to him and he goes, go on, touch them. 
touch the monkey nuts. And then the guy does it. He and can't the, control his hand, can he? Like, yeah, yeah. And the curse is lifted off him and goes into the other vet. And so that's the story of like how Chinnery becomes the vet. But the scene with Singleton Boothsby riding around on a small bike, chasing the vet around that office, and then the quill goes all across the desk. It that whole that scene and the Ashdown scene are just to me genius. I don't know. Like, I couldn't have come up with that. What was surreal? Ha- Absolutely surreal. Yeah, completely, completely surreal. And like most people couldn't. Deal but with surely, it. sir, the locomotive could just la 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 la. <laughs> no, <laughs> bicycles are the future. Do you know what I mean? Like, Giant philosophies. Yeah. What is the the obsession with bicycles and just like, like yeah unnecessary? It's so good. The I script was, like, I'd, I'd forgotten how good the script is. Like, the way it was written to sound very Victorian. Yeah. this was lovely. It is the, the last one is the shortest one of all three stories. Um, and it's the least interesting in regards to the storyline. Like, okay, he's cursed, who cares? That's the end of it. He can now no longer be a vet. Um, but it's the most oddest one. It's the most engaging one without actually doing a lot. Um, but it's, it, it's like you said, it's like just the random nature of it, the way it's shot. Vic- Victorian era stuff spooks you out anyway, doesn't it? So, yeah. and it's just, it's absolutely perfect. It's also the most quotable one, but you have all this. And the end of the episode, uh, accumulates in the classic Christmas manner where the, the priest who's had to listen to all of these people going on about their sad stories and stuff like that. She, she finally rediscovers her joy for Christmas. There's a line in it. If you remember. Which is really on PC. Go on. Where she says something like where she, um, the Christmas tree is done. And she's like, oh, they just get the spastics from down the road to come and do it. And you were like, you can't can't say it now. But then there used to be that charity called the Spastic Society in in the 70s and the 80s. That was a thing, wasn't it? Like, yeah can't do that now. Anyway, but yeah, if you said that now, you how you put it on the BBC, you outrage. Yeah. Twitter would be shook. Like, do you know what I mean? But. She regains her love for Christmas. She gets over her trauma of her mum being stolen by Papa Lazaro. But who comes back at the end? Papa Lazaro. I'm not going to lie. Richard made a really good Papa Lazaro. Yeah. It was really good. Do you remember when I showed the picture of him in the middle of a wedding? No. What wedding were we at? Richard Bayliss's wedding. Richard Bayliss was just as a Nazi though. Yeah. So that was a weird night. You were Nancy, I was Dr. Evil. Oh, yeah. So we all went to this big... God, do you remember when our friends were fun? <laughs> Honestly. People I, have kids. I asked that question a lot. I go, do you, do you remember when people were, were fun? Like, you... The Richards, both the Richards, um, were very into having hosting events, weren't they? And, and George and, and Mark and stuff like that. There was a phase where, like, Richard Ashby, Mark Ashby, Richard Bayliss... Um, Vad and yourself and when you when we had the house in Trinity we had the house I was just a squatter essentially but the house in Trinity Square and stuff you know it was very regular that those people would host events like barbecues parties you know birthday celebrations and all this other kind of stuff fun times yeah fun times and then they just like all of them just stopped and there was like a period of time where although I mean I'm very blessed you know with lots of social friend groups and stuff like that but 
Yeah, you guys provided a lot of barbecues. <laughs> I was always the worst one, though. I would I turn up. Yeah, I would always like turn up for it because you guys all look quite a bit older than me. So I'd turn up for a bit of party with you guys, and I'd go off to a party with like the St. Peter's lot and stuff like that. Like, you know what I mean? But like, I always really appreciate it. It was great. But those big nights out, like the fancy dress party where literally someone was a Nazi, Richard did blackface. I think we should say it, the invitation said, come as an evil character. Did it? Yeah. That was the theme. Evil character. Mitchie came as the guy from Clockwork Orange because I yes. had to do his makeup. He's I very remember. good at that. He's yeah, good. I had to do his makeup and lend him braces. Me and the ex-boyfriend Lawrence. That's when we were together. We went as Sid and Nancy. I feel like my outfit wasn't on point. I could have done so much better. No, you look like Nancy. Lawrence looked like Sid. Yeah. Yeah, he looked really good. He yeah. really didn't want to do that, by the way. He never wanted to do anything. Well, <laughs> he just never. Mission wanted. accomplished. Yeah, he's fine now. He doesn't have to do shit. Like, you know what I mean? He's happy playing D&D and being in with his wife and kids. So, you know, yeah. it's crazy how two lives are very different. But that was how it was always going to be. Like, I was always going to want to go off and do stuff. And he wanted to settle down. So, you know, it wasn't the reason we broke up. But it was a really good reason to not be together. <laughs> there was no longevity. Do you know what I mean? To that. I just, I couldn't do it. But then, like, but Mark's not settled down. But he just doesn't do any parties anymore. I don't know what everyone's doing. It's been boring. Yeah. I'll just go to the pub now. Why don't I get invited? Yeah, you wouldn't like it. Why? Is that rapist there? there? No, but no. there'll be lots of drunk people. Why you would don't you? Like drunk people. Oh, like I'm not in a pub constantly. I'm always in pubs. I mean, you come if you want. You never invite me to anything. I invite you to loads of things. Podcast. <laughs> come if you want, but I don't think you'd enjoy it. Why wouldn't I enjoy it apart from drunk people? But I go to pubs all the time. Okay, well, come. Next Who time. do you go with? Alec. Why do I know that? Because I used to live with him in Cliftonville. I'm trying to remember who he is. He's got quite a big head. He's the one who had the ginger girlfriend. Yeah, uh, they're married now with kids. Oh, God, yes, yes, yeah. I remember you saying they had kids, they got married. God, they were together a while. Because that Still must are. have been 2013, yeah. 2014 they got yeah, together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, good for them. I'm happy for them. Yeah, um, yeah no, he's nice. He was a cool guy. Yeah. Invite me sure. to the pub. Make me come, feel come make me feel time. special. What pub do you go to? Just start uh, doxing you and people start we, stalking you. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, normally, sometimes to Birchington. Some t- often to Ramsgate. What pubs are in Birchington? The Sea View? Yeah. Oh, God. And the wine bar? Ah, oh, what's it called? Julie's. Christie's. Christie's. Yeah, I like both those places. Invite me. I like to feel special and important and needed. Uh, and listeners, just for some context, Birchington is the place you go to die yeah Birchington is like low-key depressing as heck like I don't mind it they have the vape shop I'm friends with the vape shop guy low like, crime yeah I guess two co-ops <laughs> <laughs> not a big one though <laughs> I'm friends with the vape shop guy in there I'm, oh, okay. I say friends like I even am on his radar he likes country music and he likes to game and ignore his wife that's Lit- like a lot of people literally like he works like six Sounds days like an American yeah he works like six days a week he works ridiculous hours his wife has to like look after the kids and he just like games all night long he comes home from work and then just sits and games and then he like runs this vape shop and he's like such a lovely guy and stuff like that but I just feel like sometimes being like you know you really should like see your wife but it's not my business it's not my marriage maybe they're really happy having separate lives and that stuff like that but like for some people it's good yeah from what he tells me i'm like when do you actually see your daughter like when do you see your wife like you're either vaping or gaming and sometimes both at the same time like do you know what i mean but he's a really nice guy and he's like the only person i've ever met who's like i like country music and i'm like okay sickening. he loves it and he look and it sounds so terrible to say but he looks like someone who likes country music 
does he wear lumberjack shirts? No, he's just like I'm, I don't I don't mean to be un PC, but he's like an overweight redhead. He's Hi. yeah, he's like adorable. He's he's very sweet. <laughs> he's he's a really nice guy. He's not my friend, but I always refer to him as my friend. He's just the guy who's really my chatty. Vape friend. Yeah, he's my vape friend, which means I don't know him at all. But I do weirdly know a lot about his marriage. So in my mind, we're friends. <laughs> he you plays have that. Su- well, he plays that survival game. Rust. I think that's it. Where you or arc. You have to literally like build a fire, and you can die yeah. from like sepsis. Yeah, yeah. And then other people, people love all that. kill him in the game. Like, it's open world. Is that it? I mean, yeah, it's Rust like isn't the only game that does that, but you pretty much I think it's Rust. It. It's probably him describing his hair color. Dan used to be into that. Yeah, he's like super into it. Like, literally, he'll come home from work and play it till like 6 a.m., sleep for an hour and go to work. And I'm just like, your marriage must be like crazy good. <laughs> You're so in love and romantic and stuff. Yeah, that's weird. But why are we talking about the vape guy? My vape friend. I like no, he's yeah. But anyway, what were we doing? Okay, so, there's one bit we missed, by the way. Oh, okay, please. That I yeah. important. Bring me back on topic today. So we've been talking about Lord of the Rings. So the third da, da, segment. Da, 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 da. <laughs> I like to really annoy people by making them think that the, the Jurassic World music <laughs> is the Lord of the Rings music. Why is that water vibrating? What um, is what is the Lord of the Rings music? Um, no one cares. If you want to be my love, ice, ice, baby. I forgot there was ghosts in Lord of the Rings. That's a horror. That's a horror element. Who are they? Some dead people? Dead army? Yeah, they broke a promise. So they stayed as ghosts until they fulfilled their promise. What was the promise? To pick up some soup. Not to be a traitor. Is that kind of like how Hitler was when he said he wouldn't invade Poland? Do you know what we should do an episode on is Schindler's List. Is that a horror film? Is it not? Yeah, true. They squirt people down in trucks with a hose. Yeah. Like, come on. Like, the guy, the the guy played by Renolf Finnis, <laughs> when he stands on his balcony and just shoots people. And then uses the gun as sort of a back stretcher. <laughs> just the bit when they're, like, burning them in piles. He plays pile. that part way too well. Apparently, he, like, really well. had to stay in character for, like, the whole time because so, it took him so long to become that guy. And I'm like, what are actors doing? Get a grip. Just act oh, and then stop acting. acting or whatever. Uh, stupid. What was your point before we start talking about Shindy's so, List? So, the We Boots refer to it as Shindy List. And all that stuff. Yeah. So, can you remember how that ends? Because I'd forgotten and it's really good. No. So, the curse is the curse and he yeah. doesn't believe there's a curse because he's a man of science. He's yeah. effect. Goes back to London, da 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 da, and then I just remembered, and then the woman who looks like Queen Victoria bought a rabbit back, yeah. thinking, "Oh, you're gonna," and then, "Oh, I just need to do a little tap," and the eyes burst, and out. the eyes burst oh. out, cause a parrot to freak out, which gets its head cut off and it ends up with the owner Don't, cradling the severed so head, sad. and then the dog runs off, and then a horse and cart, yes, yeah. and then there's noise outside, and he looks out, and the carnival. Remember, don't forget the carnival. Christ. It's like decimated. You had a cart with a random, like, poorly made elephant, fake elephant. Oh, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You had a wheel turning around with a fake cat just oh, attached God, to it. Oh, God, it was so sad, wasn't it? Yeah, it's I a remember. A lot of it. dead animals. Thing is, the, the thing a sad is, clown. A sad, sad clown. clown. The thing is with the, the vet guy, that was the thing that, like, I'm going to sound like such a loser, but when I used to watch League of Gentlemen, I used to have to skip it because I can't watch anything where animals get hurt, even uh, if it's a joke. Like, oh, I re- it was bad. Yeah, I really, like, I remember I would always just skip the end because I didn't like the dead cat on the wheel because I'd get, like, really, like, super sad about it. But, like... Sorry. 
Sorry for bringing that up. Then. No, it's fine. I remember it, but like, I just I'm one of those people who can't who can't watch any of that stuff because I'm just like. And when the woman's holding the dead parrot, like that just makes me cry. Like I get that it's a joke, but I would just sit there and cry watching that bit. But back on track. Don't Jake just emulated the same Lord of the Rings podcast where we talk about the spooky elements of Lord of the Rings. That needs to happen. Yeah, I'm up for that. Drinks with your friend. <laughs> yeah. Just listing the things that we're planning on doing. Oh, because you've got two weeks off soon. Yes. Are you looking forward to it? Why has yeah. your mother not got me my Star of David um, necklace yet? It might be in the post. Good, no, I need no, to... No, it's not. But oh, don't she, get she my... forgets things. She forgets things. You don't forget things. Mug you do David. forget things. Jake, I want my... I want my... Trinkets. Star of David necklace to be given to me by my pseudo-Jewish mother, who's also not my mother... Um, so I can wear it and be a fake Jew. Okay. It's no point if I buy it for myself. Yeah, true. It has to be given to me in a Jewish ceremony. Name one that that would happen in. Uh, bar mitzvah. Uh, oh, yeah, I could have my own bar mitzvah. Sick. Although you're a lady, so it'd be bat mitzvah. Oh, is that real? Is that yeah. a thing? I should learn these things now. I'm a fake Jew. Oh, thank God. I've... A bit like, you know, in fr- French, you've got male and female. Yeah. Words, like that. Sickening. I look forward to that happening. I want my Jew necklace and I'll refer to it as such. I was in the market yesterday, as I said, and they had all these religious necklaces, not one Star of David. Yeah. Like, We're not popular at the moment. That's why I'm going to wear mine. I want it. Make sure she gets me in the size of like a flavor, flavor clock. Flavor, flavor. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, oh, uh, Shindy's List. Cindy's List podcast. That is a horror film. Whether you, it's just, God, it's so barbaric. Mm. How did you come back from that? <laughs> I'm being no, I'm being I'm being genuinely. Alan serious. Partridge, you bounced back. Bounced back. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Say you are one. No, because it could have been anywhere there. No, okay. Look, look, let's do the worst. The worst element of it. I think they're both the worst elements, but we'll go for two worst elements. No, I'm going to actually go for one because I think the other one would just have joy for surviving. So if you were a prisoner of war in a Jewish camp and you got out of it, yeah, you would be traumatized because you've seen some shit, but you're also going to have this new zest and appreciation for life. So let's ignore that one for now. How do you bounce back from the people who got away with being like SS guards or Nazi guards in POW camps or just genuinely committing atrocious crimes? How do you, once the war ends, because I know a lot of them got prosecuted, but a lot of them didn't, obviously, because mm. there was thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of them. So they've literally like opened train doors to piles of corpses. Would you stop it? These stupid LED lights on this computer, which are absolutely redundant. Anyway, you've pushed people, children, women, into a gas chamber and then dragged those corpses out. You've set fire to people in a pit. You've executed people in ways unimaginable. There's been yeah, they had issues. There's been rape. There's been starvation. There's there's all those things. Now, some of those people who came into that, some of those those Nazi soldiers, you know, there's a lot of, you know, they've been manipulated. They've been put into extremism. Mm. They've been mentally conditioned. And then also there's but most humans aren't evil. No, and so then there's also group mob. There were psychopaths, but most yeah. of them weren't. Group mob mentality. Yeah. You've got to keep up their appearances. So say you're one of the ones who didn't want to do it, but you've got to keep your job. You also don't want to be shot. You don't want to, yeah. you know, be in trouble. How do you come home at the end of the war? And yeah, there were issues. So where it really manifest was how their this is really well documented. There should be more films on it. Their children mm. had big issues 
So they Did were they baby sell them boomers. on the street? <laughs> their children had issues with their parents. Yeah. Who were Nazis. So like our parents' generation had a problem with their Nazi parents? Um, Sort of a bit older than us. So they okay. would have been, like this was the 60s, 70s sort of time. Um, right. So born like early 50s and then right. adolescent in the 60s and 70s. So what came out with it is their, their children went the total opposite way. So Germany's a very mm. like nice country now. Yeah, with yeah, yeah. Nice people. Good economy. Very yeah, prosperous. Yeah, very good. And um, it's all moved there. The children and the, it manifests through music. So a lot of um, the electronic music came about Kraftwerk. from yeah, Kraftwerk was one <laughs> yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Came about from KDM FM. That, if anyone remembers f- that. And they were writing music like of how they were dealing with their parents being Nazis. And also, how do the parents deal with it? Because, you know, we've all been, you know, as people, we've all been through trauma and bad times and stuff like that. But how do you, and I hate the phrase because it sounds so blanket terms and generic, but how do you sleep at night? How do you shut your brain off? Yeah. So they had issues, but like with a lot of things back then, they just ignored it and brushed it under the carpet. How? Yeah, I know. Well, obviously some of them didn't. would It would have come up about in... Probably abused their wives, and, and Valium became a thing then. Yeah, like sedatives, sedatives yeah. were becoming a thing in the fifties, weren't they? A lot of housewives were taking Valium and stuff like that. But I just like you know, I've been through a lot of them went to America. Yeah, I've been through like trauma and PTSD and stuff like that. I have therapy for it, which is which is great. And you know, my PTSD, I'm not in any way, shape, or form is going to go. It's it's a drop in the ocean to what it must have been like to be a soldier in. Auschwitz or Dakar or anything like that a, a, a drop I couldn't even say a drop even less than that I would say it's and that to try and quantify, isn't it? yeah that that PTSD I went through is and still I'm going through is is awful mm. is awful and so I think empathetically about it and I think how are you alive because yeah. I felt like my body is sometimes when my PTSD is bad I feel like I'm I'm dying I feel like it's it's sucking the soul out mm. of me and they also have a thick layer of shame on top of that yeah you not a nice feeling you did yeah and so many people love to run from their guilt and shame but you you can't run from yourself mm. you if you've if you've literally swept the corpses of women and children who are innocent so there are lots know, of stories trampled to death on a train carriage do you know what the Einsatzgruppen were no, the name rings a bell. So they that wasn't to the death camps. There wasn't when they invaded Russia, the Nazis, there wasn't enough time to set up new yeah. Auschwitz. Yeah. Auschwitzki, if you like. Um <laughs> Auschwitz two point Yeah. So they would go into Merch. a village, dig dig a trench in the woods, line everyone up, and like murder just murder them in the village or on the outskirts of the village. There was that um uh, the red cottage and the yellow cottage thing as well which was the first version of the gas chambers which is probably what you're also referring to because they would find abandoned properties and villages and just go into these cottages and refer to them as red cottages or yellow cottages depending on the type of gas they were going to use and they would literally fill it with the prisoners the jews and drop it down the chimney Mm. yeah so So, so that must have been around that same kind of process probably so and it was just normal soldiers that were doing this carrying this out and they, their commanders allowed their men to get drunk in the evening. 
So there were some psychopaths, right, that enjoyed it. The stories of <laughs> Rudolf like, Hess. <laughs> one one would fling a baby in the air, and the other guy would try and shoot it while it was still in the baby was in the air, and then it would come down. <gasps> so there were some that took enjoyment out of it, but the vast, uh, I reckon, the vast majority didn't. So really? to get through it, they allowed them to like get pissed. Yeah, at that's like stuff. a big no-no when you're in in military. Yeah, uh, really and they'd let them. A lot of really interesting things is some of the most brutal people that were recorded in history of being in charge of the prisoners of war in some of the camps, like again, like Dakar and Auschwitz and stuff. What's the other really big one? Dakar, Auschwitz. There were quite a few. Uh, Belson. That's the one I'm thinking of. Um, it was some of the women Nazi guards. They were renowned. Apparently, they yeah. Brutal, absolutely brutal. But that's the thing, and I Nazi that, witches. Yeah, I hate the phrase, but it's absolutely true. Nothing. You know, a woman's scorn, whatever that phrase is, nothing stops a woman's scorn or nothing's as bad as a woman's scorn. And it's true. Like, I've watched women do some evil shit. Like, women will be like, la, 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 la. Take care of the house. Look after the baby. Oh, are you crying at work, dear? Are you okay? Should we sit out back? I'll make you a cup of tea. Nice, nice, nice women. We're all so empathetic. We're caring. You've got a cold, sweetheart. I'll bring you a hot chocolate and a, you know, a lem sip. You know what I mean? Like, women. And then you piss a woman off enough and I've watched them like burn cities essentially like just they go like they'll be like oh yeah 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 I'm gonna take him the fuck down and you're like and I have seen women just like in the first thing of the league thing yeah switch so I could imagine if you got a woman in the right mind frame like she's just in that sweet spot and you put her in that environment oh god yeah it'd be way worse than a man mm. i never knew about the baby thing that's a new interesting piece of it oh well lots of different things oh no 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 there's absolutely loads but i'm always very interested in the tiny little things that they did the subtle nuances of things that were absolutely disgusting and stuff like that and um, my favorite i, I really want to save this for the because i do actually think the shinders list podcast between you and i is actually gonna be hella interesting I do genuinely think that you and I, that is going to be an interesting podcast. But my favorite story, and I'm going to get all the dates and times wrong and you might know about this, is the Jewish ghetto that they, the Jews, maybe, and the Jews actually tried to defend off the Nazis there. Yeah, yeah, there was a riot. And it lasted for like a month or something. Yeah, I don't know the numbers. No, 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 no. But yeah. That was a thing, yes. Yeah, yeah. And there's like, it's all those little stories, like, you know, you were telling me about the the defiance and the Jews who jumped off the train and lived in the forest and things like that. Like, I love all those kind of little things. So when you find out like, yeah, people used to throw a baby and shoot it with a gun, it just adds to the the weird stories that you hear of that time. I was discussing this with Connor the other day because he was telling me awful stories about some of the immigrants froze over over that cold snap we had coming over on the boats which was really horrific to think about really? yeah really sad really sad froze on the boats and stuff and they had um a boat go down the other so Willow will be happy <sighs> lynn will be happy uh, and they had a boat go down the other day and um they couldn't find a bunch of people and stuff so mm. really awful really really awful and um you, you i just got i nearly cried when he told me i just felt i just felt so mm. you're on that boat and it's only what's the channel 24 miles yeah not far and you freeze to death and then and he was saying like you know that's it it's he was he, he was literally like we literally assume everyone has hypothermia when they come here because like, in the winter obviously yeah. the summer fine because it's he, that common he was like that we just treat everyone to have basically some stage of hypothermia mm. because you're just you're out there and it's like there's no protection is there it's like wind you get wet Mm. ever so slight of course you're gonna wait you're in a dinghy for god's mm. sake for however many hours it takes you know you've got like the 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 weather itself is it raining is it like you know all the very there's no shelter there's no cover and it, yeah they a bunch of them froze in a boat and it's just like God. i didn't see that on the news actually they don't talk about it no because they also had like um 
thirty other boats come over that day. Mm. So did you know like who's gonna care about that news? That's the other thing. Like did you do you think that they saw on the news the people how many people died in Auschwitz or whatever? Like yeah, you know, mm. it wasn't reported, was it? And you know, as we were saying earlier, there's there's a lot of people now who are xenophobic and they don't they don't you know really against immigration. So I mean there's probably a lot of people who would be like, Good says the right co Christian of the channel. Do you know what I mean? Like that that, that awful mentality of, of, of people and I'm like Ick. Yeah, it seems to be growing. We have to I ride really it. hate it. I yeah. really hate it. If you're going to cross on a boat in sub-zero temperatures with your baby strapped to your chest, mm. and yeah, you've things s- aren't looking good for you. You've yeah. spent your like, and he was he was telling me it's it's often their life set like that's it, that's all their money, and they've sold X, Y, and Z to get to it. To get on a boat to come here, who are we to say? Yeah, we don't know. I and I bet you any money, all those people in our country who are going, oh, send them back, send them back, wouldn't last five minutes in the country they came from. Yeah, you know, why is it so bad? Why do they come here? I don't understand. Oh, lots of different reasons. Just oppression, like government um, oppression, or is it just that's that they're part poor? of the argument? Some people think their countries aren't as bad as they're saying they are. So I for don't some, know. So, like, so that was the argument with Albania, but like places like Eritrea and Libya. And the Middle East in general is because of war. Oh, okay. Syria. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Lots of war. And then a lot of those countries are like really impoverished and stuff. So like you yeah. literally can't get food so, and things. So that's the other argument. Because a lot of people think those people shouldn't come here because the only reason they're coming here is because it's better here. Well, can you blame them? Well, of course, yeah. If we you can't w- buy we, bread. We were randomly born here. We didn't choose to be born no, here. We won they the were postcode lottery. Born. Yeah. 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 So, and it's things like they can't get medicine, and yeah. you know, there's, there's there's like the basic human rights, you know, of of survival don't exist over there. Like if you if you had a baby and you wanted penicillin, I don't know how accessible that would be in a in a essentially a a, a very impoverished country. Mm. Like, can you get things like that? Can you get better than in the past? I imagine if you needed a a dentist. Like I can imagine that dentistry dentistry is hard enough in this country. Yeah. What do you think it's like in Libya? You ain't going to get a root canal, are you? Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, I, the silly things that we take for granted like that. Mm. Like, you know, I mean, yes, you get the root canal in this country and then we'd all moan that you have to wait five weeks. They probably would never get it. They're probably pulling it out themselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like stupid stuff like and that. it's just general stability in life. They don't know that the mm. dictator they have that day is going to send round his guards and, like, shoot up half a village or something. And being a woman out there... Yeah, no rights. Must be tough. Zero. Negative Zero rights. rights. And you've got, you know, yeah, yeah, I couldn't. I just think to myself, like, they come over here, they work. I like it. I, I took Karay to the Polish supermarket mm, in, in Cliftonville. Cliftonville. He, he loved it. He was like, I really want to go in there. And I was like, let's go, because we were upstairs in frames. Yeah, nice pickles. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he was like, this is wild. And he was like, like looking at all the weird food. He's like, I don't know what this is, but I might buy it. Like, Because <laughs> like, we couldn't figure out what half of it was. He was like, but they have the best. He was like, they had the best like Cheetos he'd ever bought in there. Like the... I can't remember what country they were from. They were like the packet was all weird, but they were like cheese and chai flavored Cheetos, and he was like they were baller AF. <laughs> he was living for it. Like he bought so much cool stuff. New like, food's always good food. Yeah, the Polish supermarket pops off though. Like if you've never been in there, like mm. you must have been in there because it's like olives yeah. and chutneys and stuff like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's good stuff. Yeah, it's great in there. And the drinks. What are the drinks? I've not had those before. But there's thousands of them, and they make no sense. They're not iron brew. They got like an elephant on them, and I'm like, what flavor is that? Like, you know, Africa flavor. Once they had all these sodas, <laughs> Link's Africa yeah. Flavor. Once they had all these sodas, and they were just named after countries, I was like, I don't know what flavor this is. It was like Africa, China, and it was like, living abroad must be wild. What would England taste? Like? <laughs> Fish and chips. Marmite. Oh, bleh. 
Christ. Bovril. Yeah, anyway. you're going to have to heavily edit this one. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm just not going to. Like, I never do. Could you know that you and I are, like, really high rated? Oh. Like, you and me, our episodes are a lot of people's favorites because we just chat about weird stuff, but people find it really interesting. Okay. I think because of our dynamic of us being like, what's that? What's that? You know, da, 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 da. And then secondly is the me and Pete ones. But that's just, I think me and Pete also have a very good rapport on audio. And we can just chat and chat and chat. But no, 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 people. Anyway, Emma's your number one fan. Uh, hi, Emma. <laughs> she listens. She's driving her car right now. She hears our voice. She <laughs> listens to us while she drives. That's what she does. Podcasts she- are good for driving. Oh, I like to sleep to I them. I listened to the most recent Alan Partridge one, Oost House. Yeah, but Pete, Pete, apparently, like, I need to tell Pete about that if he doesn't know about that. I'm sure he does. For God's sake, with the lights, it's so stupid. Uh, my favorite podcast currently is Zach Zane, who is a music journalist, and I watch the Osborne's podcast, so if no one's mm. watched that, go check it out. It's actually quite good, like, because, you know, they used to do the TV show, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's them. The whole family again, but they do a podcast. It's actually good. Ozzy can cope with that. Yeah, no, he's really good. They're really, it's really good. He's very funny. Yeah, he's actually he's, a very yeah. funny guy. And I think that it's a shame that that's overlooked. He cracks me up. Like, I really enjoy it. But um, everyone go check those things out. <sighs> I don't know what I'm doing for my next episode. Yes, I do. I'm doing uh, Night of the Living Dead repeat, which is actually already recorded. And I just have to release it. So I need to do that one. Release. And then you and I are going to do... Which one do you want to do first? Lord of the Rings or Schindler's List? What, what Lord of the Rings. You want to do that one first? Yeah, I'm game. Which means I get to research Shelob. So I'm going to just send you loads of pictures of Shelob. And I think you should watch Harry Potter. Well, I'm going to do it. Like, that's the thing I said to myself this year. I said, no, I'm going to watch the big franchises that I've always slagged off because I've been a gatekeeper of movies, as I said. And I've done Hunger Games and I was pleasantly surprised. So I'm ready for Twilight. and i think i'm gonna hate harry potter more than i hate no i don't know i think i'm gonna hate them equally as much some of harry potter is good okay maybe some of twilight's good god i'm gonna hate them both i I, i'm maybe i should do a podcast on those because a lot of the people i work with the ladies both love harry potter and twilight so i could get them on board and then i could do because twilight's kind of scary oppressive love mormonism yeah no abortions. Oh yeah, I forgot the Mormonism. Yeah, you with Harry Potter, you'll like it when the sexual tension starts between them and they start arguing with each other. Hot, hot, sexy teens in witchcraft school. Yeah, I will do that. I'm gonna. That is my goal this year. As I said, I watched the X Men because Michael Fassbender was in them. Uh, my friend Kare. Not only do we go to the Turkish supermarket, Polish supermarket, to it together, but he's like making me watch like you know. Um, more different kind of movies like Marvel and stuff like that. I also done all the Guardians of the Galaxy recently. I they were okay. Right, so you've they seen were the th- okay. You seen the third one, yeah? So fucking depressing. I can't watch it. it made me cry. Wasn't it? Right. It was so sad. So those I animals. I cried, Jake. That's a horror. The way those animals. Were. I bawled my eyes out. I actually didn't want to watch it anymore. But I, I will say, good, good soundtracks as well. Really good. Yeah. Really, really good. I, those those films. I get a bit bored sometimes with the fighting, but they're they're okay. And like, it's interesting to do. And I think that this is a thing that everyone should do. If you if you've kind of stepped away from something that's massive, there's a reason why it's massive. A lot of people yeah. like it. So who am I to say I shouldn't watch this? I don't expect everyone to go and watch Brick and Salo and Eyes Wide Shut and half of the crap I introduce to people on this podcast and stuff. And that's fine. That's your choice. But you know, I've denied myself watching these huge, you know, Marvel movies. I don't think I could ever do Disney because I just don't like singing. Like, I'm not going to do... I can't do musicals. I genuinely just don't like anything to do with musical kind of based stuff. And mm. Disney's a lot of that. But Moana's you know, good. Oh, that's the 
Hawaiian people one? Yeah, Pacific Island. I only yeah. know it because we sell merch of it in Claire's. Big up Claire's. Um, <laughs> but yeah, as I said, so I've done like the Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm going to do the X-Men. So I watched the ones with Michael Fassbender in it. And then like, I will do Harry Potter and I will do Twilight. And I just kind of want to see what all... I'm really bored of... It sounds really horrible. So I'm really bored of what's happening in horror right now. And like the kind of movies I would go and watch. So I'm like, do you know what this year... Bring the feelers out. Yeah, I'm just going to watch a bunch of crap that I've never seen before <laughs> that everyone talks about. And I'm just going to go, okay, what is this? I missed out on this. Maybe I will like it. And as I said, the first two Hunger Games were good enough for me to want to go and see the new Hunger Games that's just go. come out. So, yeah. Not as bad as you thought. How many films of Harry Potter have I got to deal with? A lot. Because oh, Twilight is... I learned this the other day. Twilight, Breaking Dawn, New Moon... And then there's a two-parter one. So I've got five Twilights to do. And I've seen the first one. So technically, do I have to rewatch it? <laughs> do I? It depends if you can remember what happened. No. It? You can remember that no one died. And we were both like, we thought this was a horror movie. How many Harry Potters do I have? You showed Eight. me. Eight? Eight. How long are they each? Films. Hour yeah. and a half to two hours. Yeah. Are they yeah. long films? They're different. I think they're different. Like two good two hours each. Eight? What? I got annoyed at the Hunger Games. 16, being two 16 hours. Ah. Oh. Wizards. I bet Twilight's two hours of film as well. Jesus. Probably. No, 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 they no, no, no. They don't make them short anymore. Those Guardians of the Galaxy movies were long as well. I remember yeah. that. They were long. No, I will do this, Jake. Just when we're back on this Lord of the Rings podcast, I'm going to have watched... Which one should I do first? I feel like I might do Twilight first because it's less. Yeah. Yeah, I'll sense. start with... And as I said, I've done Hunger Games, done Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm going to start with Twilight. And I could... Right, I've badmouthed Harry Potter for so many years. That this is like gonna be tough. I I genuinely feel like, and I'll be I'll tell you when I get there. I feel like I'm gonna hate it more than I hate Twilight, and that's saying a lot. You might. Yeah. We're gonna see. They, they get dark in places. Okay. I remember they Gary Oldman dark. was in one apparently. Uh, yeah. Yeah, in a few. Okay. In about three. I don't know why I'm doing. There's no, a I, lot of good actors in it. I do know why I'm doing this to myself because it's good for you and it's. Interesting, and I might find something I love. So there you go, I, there you go. and it's I, good to be open-minded. And I really liked that X Men First Class movie. Yeah, I never would have predicted that was you a good movie. That was a really good one. Yeah, I think so. I didn't like Apocalypse. I didn't mind it. That's more in the future. Isn't yeah, it? but I preferred First Class because you see how that man can't use his legs. Yeah, he gets shot or something, or Magneto good, moves good the bullet story. or something. Yeah. yeah, I can't remember. That one is really good, and the first two Guardians of the Galaxy were they were good, but they weren't. Uh, the third one I can't watch. I'd rather watch X-Men. But it wasn't bad. No, no, no. They weren't bad at all. They were really funny. I really enjoyed them. And I'll tell you what else I watched. And me um, and I was presently surprised is the Thor ones. Yeah, they're funny. The guy... The second one, Ragnarok's really funny. Okay, is that the one with the guy who's... The Rock Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You literally know it. And yeah. he's got the accent. and yeah, The New Zealand accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Thor. What are we going to do, Thor? He's really good. Yeah. And the one where there's the goats that scream... Yep. Love and Thunder. Yep. That was such a great... If you took Natalie Portman out of those movies, 10 out of 10. What a great family yeah. film. And again, I was... And Russell Crowe's use, isn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. Again, I wouldn't normally have made myself go and watch them, so I was quite like... It. They were actually really, really good. Corey really wants me to watch the Iron Man films, but I feel like they're going to bore me. But I will watch them. Just imagine Richard Ashby with more money and a suit on. I'm going to be bored. I will watch them, but as I said, I've got to get through Twilight. I may start Twilight this week. Good luck. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to start at the beginning. I am going to do it because I actually don't remember anything that happened. No, I 
No, I don't. Like, I don't remember any of the nuances of the storyline. Sorry. I mean, I remember there's vampires, but I don't remember. Vampire, 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 werewolf, werewolf, werewolf. Oh, yeah, there's dogs. Jacob. Hi. Jacob. Yeah, Team Jacob. Um, yeah, I'm going to do it. But I think Harry Potter is going to stress me out. But we'll, we'll see. You should do it as well. Try something new. Well, okay. you actually, you're pretty universal. You're pretty good. I'll watch stuff. Yeah, you're pretty good. We're going to do Lord of the Rings. The evil. I'm going to just call it the evil of the ring. <laughs> Shelob ghosts. Urukai. I think we just we just talk about the, what is the most spookiest element of each film. Like, yeah. what is the most horrifying part of each of the three films? And how they make it feel scary in places. Yeah, because I can imagine if you were a little kid and you went to see the third one, you saw those ghosts, you'd be spooked. And the ring wraiths. They're scary. <gasps> yes, 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 yes. God, they're classic horror. There's they so much to discuss. Anyway, everyone, we are wrapping up this. Oh God, this was a long episode. What have we been talking about? I'm not cutting out a moment of that Boeing seven three seven chat. I'm good. <laughs> that is all in. Anyway, you know where to find us at UK Film Review on Instagram. We are at Facebook at UK Film Review. We are at www.ukfilmreview.co.uk. And if you have any inquiries, you want us to review your film, do ping us an email over there and Chris will get back to you and tell us what he thinks. And we, will, someone will review your short film or your film festival or your, I don't know, whatever. If you want to sponsor us, please also do. Today's episode was sponsored by Charlie Crying at the Door. That was really good, wasn't it? And an old tube of toothpaste. Not forgetting annoying LEDs. Oh, I don't understand why people put LEDs on anything. It's useless. Yeah, big up Dixons or whoever <laughs> provided these. Sponsored by Dixons. <laughs> Does they even exist? No. <laughs> <laughs> so we've been sponsored by Dixons and the letter Z. Um, we've never said a word that begins to the letter Z to each other ever in our friendship, and I'm disappointed. <laughs> Imagine if that was Zulu. Oh my god, you done it! Well done. And so anyway, next 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 month I'll be talking about um, uh, Night of the Living Dead. And anyway, so it's 2024 when this episode goes out. So Merry Christmas, everyone, happy New Year. and Happy New Year, Happy Hanukkah, Happy all of those things. I'm going to be watching Twilight in the New Year. Jake's going to be eating something. That's nice. That's lovely. If your mother doesn't get me my Jew necklace, I'm going to scream. <laughs> I am going to scream. She's got money. She's got cash. I know she has. Spend it on me, her pseudo-daughter, for my pseudo-Judaism. Underneath the old lady's bed in a box. She's got bed in And I will be becoming a fake Jew in the new year. Um, and those are the things that are happening. And as always, it's been fabulous to have you here. Thank you so much for listening. We will be back next month. And of course, stay safe, stay spooky. And we love you all very much. I'm going to get new AI art. It's going to have really cool on it. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.